Welcome everyone to episode 112 of Tattoo Collecting 101 right here on Guy Atchison's Reinventing the Tattoo Network. We beam out nearly every day, so check out the full schedule of events we got going on right here on the YouTube channel or on reinventingthetattoo.com. If you haven't joined us before, Reinventing the Tattoo is the community for tattooers, apprentices, collectors, and everyone curious about the world of tattooing. We aim to educate and inspire one another to create better arts and lead the community a better place than how we found it. So be sure to share it with anyone you might think is interested. Before we jump into today, just want to say thank you to all of our sponsors. So thank you to World Tattoo Events, which has the largest, most comprehensive list of tattoo conventions going on in the world right now. DLIS Pro, known as Dermalize Worldwide, which was designed specifically by wound care specialists for healing tattoos. So be sure to check it out. As well as Tattoo Now, technology for tattooers, the leading edge in professional development, management, and digital tools for tattooers of all levels. Also, just want to say thanks real quick to our affiliates at the Fireside Tattoo Network, as well as the Apprenticeship Diaries. And if you want to be a part of the network or sponsor us, be sure to reach out at management at reinventingthetattoo.com. If you would like to sponsor my life, uh, I'm also accepting uh, emails and sponsorships. That'd be uh, and where can they submit that? Any Anywhere that you can find. Fans <laughs> only, Patreon. The, uh, the uh, management at Reinventing will also hand those emails for me. I'll, I'll, we'll <laughs> forward them to you. Go ahead and Venmo me. So, How's life, fam? Uh, well, I was actually just going to kind of jump down the rabbit hole of jump life. It. A lot of it has been happening here lately. Um, So over the past few days... Kyle and I drove over to hyperspace together. Yeah. It was a so, magical experience. Yeah. <laughs> magic. Um, magic. Magic. Monday, Guy and I worked on the collab that were um, in progress on Lauren. And then Tuesday, Kyle was literally under the machine all day. Jeez, yeah. So we're going to, we'll probably get into um, our time on Lauren's project another day. But today, we get to focus on the intern. Cody! We pulled him back out of the hole. I've clawed out of my cage. <laughs> we'll let you out today if you act right. Um, no, it was a pretty it was a pretty cool experience. Um just I think to ride over together. Um I heard there was lots of car noise making. On the way well, more on the way back. Yes. Kyle, I think let his guard down a little bit and apparently Aww. he makes a lot of weird noises when the radio is making weird noises. Did you, did you let the shell out? Is it uh, you know, I came out of the shell. Yeah, there we go. Yes. I've emerged a new person, if you will. Aww, that's so cute. Again, it's Kyle. <laughs> well, that's always fun. Yeah. Once someone sees you, uh, how do we say this? Under the the pressures of a long tattoo session, there's not much um, uncomfortability. You know, yeah. it's like after you've helped one of your friends that was like actually really sick. Yeah. Or like, bro, I broke my leg and I am asshole naked in my bathtub <laughs> and I need you to come lift my naked ass out of my, t or, you know, shit like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's a special bond that forms. I have puked all over myself and there's no way I'm going home in these clothes type of thing. Yeah. There's a vulnerability when you're getting tattooed and especially when you're getting tattooed in either a really painful place. Or a like really long marathon session, and mm. Kyle's was both. Yeah, yeah. So how's that shin? It was very rough. Yeah, uh, like very rough on a scale of one to eleven. A scale of one to eleven, mm -hmm. probably like nine, ten. It was up there for me. 
Shin Shin was super rough for me yeah. too, Bobby. Super rough for me too. Um, the uh, the whole time it was like I either feel nothing or I feel just all yeah, of it, everything. everything. Yeah, uh, front of front of that where Shin breaks for me was just like I felt each every individual uh, needle mm-hmm. stroke motion every time they'd go on either side of that line it felt like they were stabbing all the way through my leg yeah yeah <laughs> yeah yeah shins were rough one of the tougher sessions i had on my leg we worked like 90 percent around my lower leg like kyle and uh that session my little sister happened to come down to columbus with me um adam was at the old red free location but Sarah would come, we'd hang out for a little bit at the start of my session, and she'd just like take my car and go do something for a little bit. Right. And I'd call her like on our last break and she'd come back and we'd do our thing. And so, anyways, <clears throat> the time I lived an hour away and I got a, you know, without getting too geographical and boring, I got about halfway home and my ears started ringing and I was like, oh, we got to stop. And I was driving. Mm-hmm. So I pull over. We go to the closest gas station. We're at Polaris Parkway. I go to the closest gas station and it's a UDF. So Sarah's over getting milkshakes and I'm waiting in line to check out. My ears are still ringing. My vision's getting smaller and smaller and my leg is just throbbing and throbbing. So this is not while I'm getting tattooed. This is like shock and things like that happening after the tattoo when the swelling and stuff sets in. Remember all the swelling things I kept preaching about? This is what I was trying to prevent for you. So I'm standing in line. <laughs> so, I, appreciate, I, I appreciate that. Yeah. So I'm standing in line at the UDF and I'm just waiting to pay for like the snacks that I have in my hand. And, you know, Sarah's waiting for our milkshakes just, uh, you know, 10 feet away. And all of a sudden my tunnel vision just like, and I, the last thing I can remember was just reaching for a display of Lay's potato chips. Like they weren't going to catch me. I don't. <laughs> it would have done something. I don't know. And so I don't know. I probably was only unconscious for just a moment. Mm -hmm. Like usually it's very quick when like your sugar bottoms out like that. You're it's and like, I mean, I was in good health, just traumatized. Um, but anyways, I had like, it was like, I was laying on the floor and I have these six strangers standing around me. It was like what you see on the movies when people pass out and there's just like that circle of people. And there were like, you know, all different total totally different looking strangers and i immediately i'm like i just got tattooed my blood sugar dropped like immediately because they're all like what's going on what happened because yeah. you know in this day and age like i figured like they Narcan. yeah exactly yeah. like no don't stab me or like anything. right or like a medical situation going on like no it's it's okay right yeah but anyways i was like my blood sugar dropped i just got tattooed and somebody immediately got me orange juice and I drank it and I was immediately fine. But like I was rattled. My little sister was rattled. Right. Um, like everybody. Yeah. 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 And it was just you see somebody go down in public and it's kind of cool to watch um, everybody pitch in. Like it, we talk about how insensitive everybody really is and how mm-hmm. we hate people. Blah, blah, blah. I do anyway. Um, me too. And then then something like that actually happens and you realize that half the people in the store stopped what they were doing to help. Oh, everybody. Yeah. And it's like everybody that was in line before, like yeah. everybody just kind of circled around me and like, you know, at that point, like nobody was touching me yet. Like which right. leads me to believe I must have only been out for a brief moment, but you know, what if that would have happened while I was still driving? Mm-hmm. Right. So this is where like 
all the times that we preach about eating well the night before, eating well the day of, staying hydrated, taking ibuprofen if you can take that for the swelling. Because for me, the swelling is what put me over the top. I left feeling great. But once that swelling started to set in, like as I was driving, I was driving a stick, of course. So I had to use both of my feet completely. Um, It's 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 almost like, hey, guys, I've already learned this the hard way because I thought I was tough, too. <laughs> you know what I mean? Love you like, I, I did. I made that mistake. So, yeah, um, so I, uh, I know it seems like over the top all the time when I'm like mother henning before and during sessions. No, but, I mean, I appreciate not having to go through that, but being warned like, hey, I, do this correctly. It's not because it's not like it's that hard to especially like if you're mindful about it, just stay hydrated and have some ibuprofen. I, uh, I I full passed out after one of my back sessions. Luckily, I had driven home and was there and just had that like, okay, I need to be be down, and I'm not a belly down kind of guy, and ended up laying like face down on my couch because my my stomach or whatever, and I don't think I intended to lay down. You know what I mean? Right. Like, kind of was like, woke up like 20 minutes later, like, oh, little, <laughs> little fucker. Yeah, yeah little fucking power nap it was probably three seconds but you know what i mean yeah felt like an eternity in my mind the uh the one time that i like almost passed out getting tattooed was like i stood up too fast after we were doing um some work on my arm Uh and he was drawing on me for a bit and i just like one second was just standing there and then the next i'm just like guiding myself and sitting on the floor and everyone turns back around they're like what happened i was like i don't know i closed my eyes for like a second and i'm sitting on the floor now but but we're we're good so let, let, let's keep rolling <laughs> so <clears throat> you're physically vulnerable you're emotionally vulnerable you're at the mercy of somebody else what a way to spend a day yeah you know it, was, it was a day for sure there's a, there's a name for what's that, that? rama bonding that, that's real life it's yeah. literally and even if it's a it, it, it in this instance, I would feel it's more of a positive experience than the negative connotation of the word makes it sound. Definitely is. Yes. Normally, trauma bonding is a negative thing. Um, but having that help and support and encouragement through something through trauma that is that is taking you to that. that but I think that's that's what makes it feel so much more like, you know, if, if you guys have listened to earlier episodes, you've heard us talk about this a lot. But there's almost like this spiritual tribe that you enter into when you collect large pieces like this and you sit through hours and hours and hours of work like this, the places that your mind goes and the places that your spirit goes are like, it's something that you, you don't understand unless you've been there. Like if you've, if you've gotten tattooed and you've been to some of those painful places, like you get it. But like, if you've really sat through an all day session where you were ready to be done three hours into it and there you are at hour nine. Yeah. Like you, I was ready half hit, an hour in. Yeah, you yeah. hit you hit multiple walls that you yeah. had to endure and power through. And each time you hit that wall and you and your artist push past it until you hit another wall, those are levels of growth. Those are those are things that are like on on a spiritual level, those are like achievements. Yeah, definitely. But those are those are the achievements that bond us, because like once you've been there, like once you once you look at somebody else that has like once you look at somebody else and who has a huge guy HSN piece. Now you can look each other in the eyes and just be like, I know I was there, too. I've been there. Yeah, I've been there. I have been on that ride. 
<laughs> it's mean, like telling like war stories. Like I've <laughs> seen that same battleground. I looked yes, at that sir. same serene backyard. Mm-hmm. Yes, the lights on the ceiling, the tile work. Um, I remember. I'm sorry, I just totally lost my train of thought. It's okay. Um, it's weird when we get notifications at the same time. Yeah, that could my, actually my, be something important. That's we need why to my brain shut down. I saw yours go off, and I was like, "Let me check in case someone's trying to contact <laughs> us." Is like sound sound going weird? My my brain my brain stopped for a second. Uh, so let's jump into some of Kyle's experience because this is like super fresh. So like a lot of the times we share our our large tattoo experiences. I haven't even been tattooed in two and a half years at all. Right. So I'm not saying they're distant memories. I still think about them regularly. Obviously, we talk about them regularly, but like Kyle's still healing. He's like in the not even quite to the middle of the healing process. No, yet. this was two days ago. So like <laughs> this, is, this is fresh. Yeah. Like, we usually talk about how this how this was and how we've had time to process this it. This is and, what happened. But like in the few days after, you still don't know what happened. It's just like, what did I just go through? Yeah, I'm still mentally like recovering from it. <laughs> do you want to jump into that kind of stuff first? Or do you want to jump into like the actual process videos? What do you um, think? We can touch on the mental aspect since we're here on it. Okay. I think it's a good place. Um, it was, I'll be honest, it was a very mentally draining process for me. Like, it was just very, very painful experience, obviously, but like sitting for that long and enduring through it is for this tattoo. I, it's never, I haven't done that before. So the first time experience of going through it was very rough. So you recently were tattooed by Jordan also. Yeah. That that was probably a much, was it a shorter day or a longer day or about the same? Um, it was definitely a shorter day. Yeah. I want to ask this the right way. Um, I basically am, just want to ask you to compare the two experiences, mm-hmm. but like, um, let's go like on your body. Let's compare the two experiences. Right. First, describe the area you got tattooed by Jordan, then the area you got tattooed by Guy, and then we'll just kind of dive down, like, just the physical stuff, like the... Okay. So, from Jordan, I got the left side of my ribs done. That was probably about four or five hours of, like, light line work and committing the stencil and design to the skin. And then we did the right calf, basically 90% all the way around from Guy doing, committing the design, but also like a full, basically a full render of like all the initial detail and Um, getting it all. When when you say calf, you mean leg, right? Yes. Like lower leg. Lower leg. leg. You say calf, I think calf muscle. Okay. You know what I mean, Obi? Yeah. So like, yeah. Yes. You, you got your calf tattooed, faux show. Yeah. But you got your leg. The, the whole, yes, like, the whole leg. It wraps all the way around. You gave zero, you didn't give yourself enough credit on that one. I just was making sure you knew Okay. It. Yeah. yeah. No, thank you. I appreciate the correction. <laughs> one day last week, I was asking Kyle if he had decided where he was getting tattooed by Guy. And he's like, yeah, my calf. And I was like, so you're getting a leg sleeve. And he was like, just my, just my calf. And then Guy starts drawing with the marker. It's a leg sleeve. It was, uh, by the time I saw the design, I was like, hey, that's my ankle. Okay. I see what's going on. I'm here for it. (laughs) Was not prepared for that, but okay. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh When I was messaging Guy about my armpits, there was this like 
I wanted to make sure he knew he wasn't dealing with like a teeny tiny little spot that like as Ty and Adam were working on my chest and like Russ was working on my back. I was like, cause that definitely came up in conversation. Should we just connect it? And I was like, please leave that spot open. Cause I hope one day guy could work on me there and connect everything. So it was one of those, like, I just kind of threw it out in the universe several different times, just like, mm, let's leave that space open. So like, it is my armpit, but it's like from like my, the bottom of my bra line all the way up. Right. So there's a huge portion of ribs as well. So, so like when we say guy doesn't do little stuff, it's, I mean, occasionally you'll see small areas that he tattoos, but mm -hmm. like for the most part, like, for his imagination to like utilize the space, he needs to have the whole limb or the whole yeah. body part. Or um, so I was thankful that I still had like all the space on my upper ribs to connect like my chest and back and it could all, you know, be. Yes. Yeah. So not looking forward to armpits. It's it won't be that bad, Ben. Yep. <laughs> I still have a bottle of Incense in my refrigerator, by the way. Little one. Oh, okay. Forgot it was there too. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably uh past its life expectancy at this point. I doubt it. I'll check, but I doubt it. Uh more of once it's, it's open. Refrigerator. It's not open. Oh. It's still in the box. Oh, it's close, close? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I got a well, brand new it. little baby bottle of Zensa with your name on it. That's still good, baby. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, what what do you got that you're getting ready to screen share there? Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah. We've we sure. been talking about it. Give me the goods, bro. Give we'll me the pull goods. it up here. We got so much great footage of this. All right, let's move we this. Boom. Uh, yeah, so here's like front head on so that's like your that's your kneecap so the idea of this is basically going to be like lava monster cthulhu creature yeah yeah bio lava monster was what i said it's gonna be a lot of reds and oranges and yellows obviously but there's gonna be a lot of cool blues and purples and it's gonna be rad yes this... we got some great commentary from guy recorded as well as he was going throughout the night uh kaya as it turns out has a hidden talent the whole time she was a fantastic camera person that is zoomed right in on the needle and held it so stinking steady i was blown away like it was one of those like hey you want to learn something she taught you things i taught her how to work the little oh, sound box first her. then taught her how to work the camera or the switcher then i taught her how to work the camera well kind of told her how taught her how to zoom in and hold it steady and she did great. There were a nice. few times where guy would like go to dip, and when he'd come back and take her a minute to find the needle, she'd like just track his hand. But right, but better than I would have done. I was blown away. Cow, cow, cow. Yeah, dang, but that's uh, it's on my leg. That's that's on my leg. <laughs> this is all one pass, one day as yeah. well. So. I like when when I saw the marker drawing and we've got time lapses of that, too. But when I saw the marker drawing, I I thought it was going to be just like committed for the day. There I didn't go. realize he was going to render it this far. 
He said, we're doing it. Yep. We're here. We're doing it. You see that? Thanks. There we go. But yeah, here's a marker drawing process of a, the design going on. He's fast. It's sped up. <laughs> <laughs> but only a little bit. I mean, see little teensy bit. But you can see how, like, fully he renders just in the markers mm -hmm. so you've got such a good idea and then by having video record of it and then taking photos along the way should you lose the marker drawing should anything happen it can always be drawn back on like it, it exists at that point and guy took the time to explain as uh as he was getting into this that he was working off of like a pretty fully rendered um mock-up of what this is going to be so as he was drawing this on kyle freehand he was actually drawing it based off of the, his procreate drawing that was sitting six inches away so like mm -hmm. all the think work was done all the prep work was done some sizing and scaling adjustments were made on the fly i'm sure but all the think work was there guy just had to at that point execute the idea that existed so we just watched kyle get half his legs out. yeah and here's the other half. Sorry, I didn't stop the train of thought. No, it's he's flying. Time. My thought was over. Okay, sorry. Yeah, it's okay. okay My sorry. thought was over. Yeah, the, the process always fascinates me how, how people can design like that. Like... I mean, it seems out of this world to see freehand tattoos done like this, but it's because the think work is there. And like I don't know. I suppose I suppose it's possible to just like draw something like this without having to thought it out or planned it out. But like taking the time to draw it ahead of time, you can play with your layers, you can play with your foreground, background, and you can have things interact in different ways mm -hmm. where like, you know, running your imagination past it two or three times might make it even more interesting every time you render it a little bit further. Yeah. Kyle, you yeah. look like you're hurting all over again. The uh, I saw the part where he started doing color and that's the part where I checked out and I was just like crying into my jacket. So <laughs> watching that happen, I was like, okay. Too fresh. Yeah. PTSD. Too fresh. <laughs> That's a lot of tattoo, bro, yeah. for a session. Like good good job. I was uh I was broken by the end of it. I I, I would still be broken. <laughs> Proud. Good work. It took me like a solid like 15, 20 minutes at the very around? end. Several times. To like recollect He's my like, thoughts. See, Kyle, look. Look, see, look. You can be nice to him. I'm always nice to Kyle. Right after I'm horribly mean to him. We just skipped a step. <laughs> it's a special occasion. It's a very special. It's Kyle's show. He's already know. wounded. Yeah, you don't kick him in while he's down. Fair. Help him up. Fair. That's super how we do fair, things. Ben. Okay. That's how you know it's lighthearted ribbing and I don't actually hate him. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I'm not an animal. Lighthearted ribbing. Jeez. Jeez. It was cool to sit in an HR meeting, listen to an HR professional uh, literally bully someone all day. It was great. That was my day today. <laughs> Sorry, that sounds off topic. That sounds just as eventful. I feel like this is the most bullying I sit around. Oh, it's being with oh, Kyle. Thanks. Just saying. I like, same. <laughs> this is the most bullying I, I I encounter in my day to day. Like, this is the most bullying <laughs> I tolerate. 
Yeah, that's fair. I'm sorry. It's tolerated bullying. I'll start an anti-bullying campaign. Should we get a bully jar? A bully jar. Every, and... every time I mean to Kyle, I put a dollar in the jar. What if like every time rich. you're every time you're mean to Kyle, you roll a blunt? We don't have time for that. <laughs> <laughs> How long is it? Like I could end to end light them. It's fair. We mm-hmm. almost do. We almost I was say we almost do. Yeah, I'm sorry. My, my body is it's tired today, folks. It's tired. So it's okay. I got to talk to you about something, Ben. What I do? So, you know, Kyle can cook, right? A little bit. I've so heard. that means that Kyle can probably like, yeah, he has some kind of like modicum of like appreciation for food, right? I I hear your train of thought. <laughs> so, picking me while I'm down. I had text. So That's for okay. two days, because Kyle and Lauren were both getting tattooed um, for t- tattoo days. And guy, okay, guy lives out in the middle of nowhere. Hyperspace is 20 minutes outside of town. So it's not Which like- Which is a small just, town. Yeah, and you can't just Uber yeah, something. Just... And everything shuts down at nine. So if it's after nine or maybe even eight, I don't know. You can't get things. So it's very advisable that you actually like stop at the grocery store and pick up groceries. There's like a little kitchen area, but pick up groceries and do the things. So we were talking about what we needed. And I was like, I could write a super micromanaging list, but like, I'm just going to keep it vague. And Kyle came back with solid home runs. Like this kid knows how to prepare with food. All right, hear me. Like, let me hear it. He brought back Caesar salad. Fresh start. He brought back good crunchy lettuce for sandwiches. Baller. Two different lunch meats. I will say on the lettuce, my goal was butter lettuce. Yeah. Is what I was going for, but was not able to find. So it was a good lettuce, though. It was good lettuce. Um, peanut butter filled pretzels. Yeah, baller snack. Yeah. Yep. Um, let's see. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. He did get super good bread with the oats and the little Mm -hmm, crunchies mm -hmm. all throughout. Mm -hmm. Not regular wheat bread. I hear you. The good stuff. The good, the good stuff. The bread itself has its own crunch all the way through. I do enjoy a good, a good hearty bread. Mm-hmm. You can't go wrong with it. Um, lots of seeds. You, you can't go wrong. Plate, perfect amount for Big days. fruit platter. Right, bananas, God. bananas as well. You gotta have some bananas, right? I was like, just in case, you know, three. I need to ask you something, Ben. What? Why? Why would somebody just offer me a banana peel? Like, you need this? Because they're funny. Because <laughs> they're absolutely hilarious. <laughs> Who did that? Who did that? Was that cop? Oh. Well, Lauren said the idea for filming it. And I was like, well, do you want to do it or not? <laughs> Teamwork of the banana peel? Banana peel. I, uh... <laughs> I really want Homie to become like a listener and hear our story and he'd be like oh my god hold on it i drive a her. red car i, I was a douche to somebody in a van and threw my coffee at it <laughs> i couldn't believe that van could keep up with my midlife crisis car my midlife crisis <laughs> car. oh i'm ready for one of those a midlife crisis yeah you, you have a few that's true 
A couple of them have two wheels. A couple of them have four wheels. It's not midlife yet, though. It doesn't matter. I just get crisis cars. Well, I feel like maybe you just you're just one of those people that always drives a midlife crisis car. It's okay. It's not a problem. Oh, that means fun. Well, I mean, you've had a it's few a, caddies, and you have a tendency to like soup them up a little bit. So, like, you, it's a bit. How do you feel about Chrome? <laughs> <laughs> Don't. Why are you talking to me about Chrome? Right? You now? want to Chrome all your stuff out there? Come on. On our road trip, we passed this Hummer, and it was a Hummer, and it had it was like an H two Hummer. It wasn't a real Hummer. It was one of the Chevy Hummers. But anyways, it was a Hummer, and it had Chrome everywhere. Chrome oh, would be right. on it. The windows were tinted. It's definitely like through the shadows of the people. You could tell there was definitely a group. Was, there was a family in, the in there. It looked like family midlife crisis vehicle. If you start chroming <laughs> stuff out like this Hummer was chrome. Hummer on the back of the bumper had the chrome inserts in it. The reflective mirrored ones. The handles had chrome on it. He had weird like straight line oh, pinstriping went, down the I went side. Out of my way it to had the, the rain guards on all of the spare. That's fair. Ben's like, let's black this out. Yeah. How much does it cost to make this not chrome? Fair. So, see, I would like my vehicles to have a nice mural on them, personally. Mural? Yeah. Uh, On the side of town, you would want, Kyle? That could be arranged. What kind of mural? (laughs) (laughs) He didn't say gang tag. Mural. (laughs) I meant the kind of mural I could get, like, here at the shop. I, I from could be like kid with a spray paint walking down the street, little brother with a stick following behind. Someone walking out with their hatchet in the middle of the night. <laughs> in case you didn't know, he comes in one day and he's like, "Yeah, I was like, I think week two of getting with a hatchet." Right after he moves in, I'm like, oh, "This won't be so bad. Like this side of town, you'll spin in fine." You'll like, fit in. <laughs> Columbus, that's where I moved in. So it was one of those like self into. And I gave him some like honest, like, here's the class to deal with. It's gonna be fine, no problem. Yeah. A couple weeks later, hatchet in his hood. I go out and look, and I'm like, that is definitely a hatchet mark. That yes, that is. So there's a hatchet man in the neighborhood, but it is the west side. I came out, so I came out telling everyone, I was like, I got a gash in the car. They're like, What do you mean a gash? (laughs) I'm like, Yeah. Come look, it's a gash. Insurance people are always great about that too. Like you, you have a yeah, and how did that occur? Well, I parked my car, I walked away, I came back. That's all and it I was saw. there. Hole in but how did gone. this happen? You know as much as I do at this point. We're on the same wavelength here. But, I can't go to the police with this. I don't have anything. There's no story. Um, and it's vandalism, not theft. So the yeah. cops don't care. Right. Um, I had a car one time get broken into and they busted out my window and tried to rip out my stereo, but I had that bitch bolted in. <laughs> and then they tried to rip out my subs. Um, but same story, bolted the fuck in. Um, and they weren't happy about it. So they, they broke my back seat trying to get them out and um, were unsuccessful. And stole no things. Mm-hmm. And so when I called my insurance company, like, hey, you know, I just want to get my window replaced from the break-in, uh, yada, yada, yada. And they're like, well, what did you file as stolen on your police report? And I was like, they didn't they didn't steal anything. They attempted to take my radio and attempted to take my speakers. And they're like, so 
Oh, yeah. Funny thing is, that means your car got vandalized. And your vandalism is not covered under your insurance policy. Which is why you should always add comprehensive. It's an option that adds like 3 to $5 a month, but it covers your paint, glass, and tires. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. Nobody cared enough about me to give me that information at the time. I had to learn the hard way, too. <laughs> I broke my uh... focus, and somebody threw transmission fluid all over it. Do you know what color transmission fluid is? Do you know how quickly it seeps into bright yellow paint? Orange. Anyways. So I lease my vehicle, so I have to have all that stuff, but I am grateful for it. I'm sorry. In this moment, I uh I did make a police report, and the officer that showed up was like, What do you honestly expect to happen out of this? I was like, Oh, I know you're not gonna do anything. I just want this documented for my insurance company in case something else happens. And he was like, Got you, I can help you. He's like, Do you know who did this? And I was like, I absolutely know who did this, but I can't prove it. And I tell him, and he's like, Oh. Okay, I can help you. <laughs> I will help out of moral principle. Yep. So that's the only time I've ever dealt with anything like that. But he gave me the advice to add comprehensive. And when I gotten on my little insurance app and realized how inexpensive it was to have my paint and glass covered, I was like, this should just not even be optional. Just just be. But okay. why is this separate? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's one of those things where, like, if everybody overlooks it, I don't know. They save money for the from the people who overlook it. Yeah, but it's really inexpensive. No, it's like it three five bucks. That. Yep. I was shopping insurance is always weird to me because it's like, how much are you willing to gamble on a you're being going to be safe and be a safe driver and not hit stuff, or b your health. Right. You're like, hey, company, right now we're going to look each other dead in the eye and wager on how healthy I'm going to be. <laughs> you re- you want to take bets on how healthy I'm going to be? Because my, you know, $7,000 retainer low PPO plan says, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, it's it's ridiculous to think that that's essentially what you're doing when you shop for insurance. It's one yeah. of the nice things about driving an old vehicle that's paid off is I have full coverage on it and uh, I have like all the bells and whistles and roadside assistance and everything. And it's $76 a month. All four of my vehicles, all full coverage, one fifty a month. Nice. Nice. I'm doing something wrong. Well, you're not, you're that, young. That's you're true. Young. That's true. Yeah. Once you're 20, what is it? Eight. It'll drop at 25. Yeah. I thought it was 25. 30. Well, the, the, the major, the major drop is 28. Um, but I'm old. As fuck. And they're like, hey, you did pretty good, old man. Got <laughs> to clean job today for a while. Um, if you want, hear me out. I'll buy your car from you. We'll put it in my name. Okay. I'll put you on my insurance policy. You pay the premium. We'll I don't know if they like you working stuff like that out on air. It's my car. I'll be honest, coming from California, my I'm perfectly happy with insurance price currently. Um, in the future, might want to change. I'm just saying, I'm willing to help. You know, I'll stop that car, car insurance is not the thing I need help with. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, my my car is pretty good right now. Good. Yeah, thankfully. Other saying, payments. Being old has its not perks. Much. Indeed. Its perks. Indeed. That's fair. Um. So. Can you talk a little bit more about your experience with Guy? So I don't Elaborate. know. I don't. Elaborate. 
I don't know if this happens with everybody that goes out to see Guy, but I feel like Guy has a tendency to put me to work when I see him. <laughs> uh, I have heard that he puts people to work. Yeah, we we were working. Uh, we lifted a 300-pound printer up the stairs. 287. 287. Okay, <laughs> sorry. Exaggerating, guys. 287-pound printer up a nice, um, narrow staircase. We coordinated it. We moved that sucker like a symphony. It was yeah. almost seamless. We, we talked about it for a day and a half. Yeah, we had we worked out a plan. It went just like I knew it would. That sound. <laughs> there was the, um, the process of getting the, what, 150, 200-pound old printer down. Well, see, that one wasn't as intimidating because we didn't have to worry about being careful with it. It was not, it no. Was already, but like, I also broken. got, like, crushed in the corner a little. That was that. I was, like, holding it at the bottom, and then it's like, oh, okay, it's on my lap. All right, we're just... Yeah, going for it. Just hold it, bud. Yep. Yeah, you guys told me you were moving heavy things. Like, well, yeah, why yeah. did you call me? That's like my <laughs> one skill. Like, oh, we. Oh, we if you want to drive six and a half, seven hours. Yeah, we were here. We'll accommodate you. Got a room? Maybe next time, guys. Hmm. Now that the hard work's already done, you can come with us next time. We should throw the idea out there mm-hmm. of maybe doing like a tattoo collecting hyperspace takeover. There's so many cool just, things like, in the building. Hyperspace takeover. <laughs> Can that be our intro? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think it needs to be that. the intro. I'm not doing it again. Use that. That one three more times. No, he gets that's the shot. title. <laughs> Hyperspace takeover. Yeah. I. That's kind of what happened. We we basically did. Yeah, we kind of moved in. That's fair. It was very cool to see just how like thoughtful and artfully decorated everything is out there like you even go outside and you've got like just stones that are piled in a cool way that make like a little archway and whatnot it's very very magical space out there and it was it was nice to connect dots because i've like seen it in bits and pieces like through video over the past year and a half but to actually be out there is cool now i struggle very much in the home decoration area my living room looks like a fucking street shot. Your living room looks a lot nicer than mine, I'll tell you that. Yeah, just, I mean, <laughs> shit on the walls is my point. Like, That's good stuff, though. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, the rest, that's the only room in my house that's fucking decorated. Though. There's not a picture <laughs> up anywhere else in the rest of the house. Well? <laughs> I was literally like, consolidate all the art right it's, here. It's practical. Get more, get more art. That is the answer. Yeah, um, and I that love should be our slogan. Get more get art. More get art. more art. We could put that on a shirt. I um, love you art. guys, but um, and I can't afford to buy the amount of art that I need. See, well, I have a whole stack of art case. that I need to get framed, and I feel like I can't afford to get my art framed. Yeah, yeah. I was at OM Jesus. I was at um, Starvation Army the other day. <laughs> <laughs> Going uh-huh. through their framed picture wall art. Best treasure bed. trove. And they had a 18 inch mic picture. It was huge. Giant frame of a uh, old like blue sad clown. I wish I would have known the name. It was so sad. Like it was sad, sad. Like mm-hmm. I could not have hung it in my house. It made me depressed. <laughs> Just looking at it, it was like a super sad clown with his arm around this kid, and it was just like the kid's head was all droopy and sad, like uh, too sad. 
it was intentionally like blue muddled you mm-hmm. know what i mean like and i've seen that series before and i know it's either a, 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 a in respect of or a similar style of someone popular that i can't remember the name of mm-hmm. um man i had to talk myself out of buying it i was like i can't hang that my house but what i did see was a shit ton of frames yeah all sizes shapes and colors uh-huh. and Yep. whatnot I for keep, like three bucks yep i keep a, like a framed puzzle in it you know what i mean I keep like a, a throw the puzzle couple of boxes right. in one of my cabinets in my basement that's just filled with different size frames that i see like anytime i see like solid little wooden frames they're really wooden yeah. like they might be a weird color they might be some that spray paint it black boom Boom. or you know whatever yeah, i could do something weird color because yeah. so we are as people yeah mm. but um sometimes get a piece of art that matches it great yeah, sometimes it's nice when I just happen to have the frame downstairs, especially like if I've just worked on a little like a little uh, canvas board or a little watercolor or something like that. If it fits right. right into or, you know, if it doesn't perfectly fit, I can cut a, a small mat. I've got a stack of mat boards, too. So like you said, Andy, I know, but I, I'm lazy and I have stacks of unframed stuff everywhere. I hear you have a framing party. Ooh. Bring it a paint night. We just bring my tools, yeah. and a can of Krylon, <laughs> and just start framing a bunch of art. That's art, right? The art of framing. I'll sit in the corner and sing sad folk music while you do it. I don't hate that idea, Ben. I don't hate that idea. I do have some clients coming in from out of town, so I'm probably going to be joining the paint night a little bit late. What's I'm going one? to work on the shortest of the three projects that day, so I'm going to try my best to be done before everybody gets here. But we'll see. Fine. I'm preparing a master. They're coming from Arizona. This has been planned for a long time. That's fair. That I'm is fair. Clients, I hope they have a wonderful time and enjoy their session. <laughs> but it is potluck paint night. Indeed. What are you bringing? What do you think I'm bringing? Green Ben Casserole. Green ben, I was going to ask you. I saw you got to started going in the group chat. Well, you want to team up on something? Ben asked me the same question that Kyle asked the other day was, is there a list? Mm-hmm. So let's just watch. Let's just see what everybody else is bringing. And then maybe we'll go in on a dessert that okay. needs to happen. I, I, I've heard you have culinary experience and I'm excited to 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 to, to qualify those. Uh, I am excited statements. to show off so, my potential. To so as you guys know, we razz on Kyle all the time about being the intern and this, that, and the other, and apprenticeship hopeful, and blah, 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 blah. But I got to talk about something real here. There is something that this gentleman is a professional at. Yes. Are you ready? Crepes. House sitting. Do you know on the last day, <laughs> he prepares a baked good and leaves it for you if he sits your house and animals? Sure. Where'd this guy come from? Heaven. Yeah. <laughs> or, you know, wherever you believe in, that's good. I enjoy to cook for other people. Don't get the option or choice to a lot of the times. So since moving out here, that's been my way to make that happen. Kyle, that's amazing. Proud of you. Thank you. So if you need a house sitter. um, I got a built-in house sitter <laughs> that fair. pays me money. It's that's amazing. Fair. I got the system backwards. I'm like, you let my dog out while I'm not here and give me money. I can't now myself looking to play at my devil's tiny advocate. The other day, like, I got him a cheesecake. Insulate this to put Kyle in here. 
Out in your garage? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I've got extra rooms before we put Kyle <laughs> in your garage. <laughs> like, if that's our options, is is Fawn's Well, hold on. If Fawn's? it's insulated and decked out, I might be interested. Uh, Kyle, Kyle, garage. Kyle, new roof, but Kyle I've seen the garage. Have you seen my it's place little. now? It's, no. I've seen his place now, and he's got, his bed is in his living room. I hear you. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But, like, before you're in the garage, you know what I mean? Like, we can figure some, I got a whole basement we can deal with. You know, like it's insulated already. There's a there's a furnace. It's bad. You know, like I can move out. You can have my room. Like <laughs> we can figure figure figure. Well, we'll see what really we'll see what prices to, look like come February. The homeless life. He just wants to ham it. I just don't want Kyle in a garage. He's like, can I just can I just park my two vehicles and my two motorcycles in a square and just hang my hammock between them? Well, That's all I need in life. Doing it this way is like if people just sublet out my roots, I can just condense to the smallest area of my house. It's not that I don't live there. I've just got roommates and I'm never there. Right. You know what I mean? Like, you can have my room. I'll I'll move to the garage. Fine with that. My garage is heated. We're good. I got a basement. I'll move to the basement. I don't give a shit. I'm never there. Before you sleep outside. You know? Like, yeah. I'm going to be doing some like serious research soon about moving and which area to pick. Smart. Uh, yeah. The trick is to get just ghetto enough that no one's looking at you, but you can still get away with some shit. You know what I mean? I Hey, I nine times out of ten, it looks like I'm not home. I keep all my blinds closed. Sometimes the lights are on. Sometimes there's not. That's all you know. You know what's cool about Otsley being home all the time? Otsley's home all the time. <laughs> <laughs> that is pretty cool. It's that he's like, uh, it does sound crazy, but having a dog has always made me feel safe. I grew up in a house with large dogs, so they've always like definitely openly been our security system. We had like German Shepherds and Rottweilers, and they were definitely family pets, gentle giants, oh, yeah. but they were incredibly yeah. protective. They I knew think. their jobs. Same. Uh, Otsley's a teddy bear, if you know him. If you don't, he if ain't you don't, no teddy he is bear. not cool. Like, I, I don't know how else to describe him. Yeah. Like, if I don't introduce you to my dog, he is like, bitch, I will eat your nuts. And I don't I don't know where that came from. So it's just probably, what's, it's probably what's the in people him? that beat the shit out of them while they broke into my house and there's a big kill. But other than that, do. I'm sure he loves everyone equally. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so there's that. Yeah. I couldn't imagine being a dog. You know what I mean? Like, just a day of that? Just a day in the life of a dog? Check everything. Oh, it's just a squirrel. And so, yeah. just say. Day in the life of a dog. Day in the life of a dog. We should make a documentary. Day in the life of a dog. Put put little, uh, little cams get... on our little doggos. Maybe it's just me whose feeds these pop up on, but have you been seeing any of the 360 camera feeds where people will strap mm-hmm. them to cats and like watch where they go for the day? And no, pretty rad. Like I... the dog ones are cool, but they're always so like hopping around and happy go lucky. But like with the cats, you see them like 
this one it's in i don't know what city it is for sure it's in like apartment area of a big city but you see it like go out the window and down the like fire escape and then crawl up the gutter to the roof and like it's on an adventure right. like calmly and chill and you can just watch it sit and like take in the view for a couple of seconds and then like get up and gingerly just keep going on about its business i do cool. i do have an outdoor adventure cat there's a there's a little black cat that hangs out by my front door sometimes. Um, if I put a 360 camera on your cat, do you think any of your neighbors would steal the camera off of him? Uh, no. This could be just the excuse I need to go get a 360 <laughs> camera. They're getting smaller and smaller, and I've wanted one for a really long time. I think you have plenty of excuses to get one. Really yeah. He only really hangs out in about a four house radius, five house radius of the of my backyard um and uh most of the people in the neighborhood know who he is he's always worn a collar i've seen several of my neighbors in their driveway petting him um there is a notorious neighbor that i have still never met that he used to have a tag with um m's number on the back of it um and she would text hi this is sheldon's other mom um, haven't seen him in a day story. or so is he doing okay he didn't stop by for his tuna treats <laughs> and it's like he doesn't eat tuna okay but like you know what i mean it's weird um he's definitely a neighborhood kitty i think we can get away with it especially if we put like a sign on it that said don't steal this <laughs> we're watching i can see you i don't know I don't know if the ones I've been looking at, I don't think they stream yet. I think I, I'd still have to record to the device and then we'd have to upload and play with it. But the capabilities are getting pretty rad. So like what you're saying is tiny. we need to Apple tag it too? Maybe. They might have to be a double <laughs> double dose. It would work though. We are watching. I see you. Watch, they'll think that Sheldon's the spy. Uh, spy cat. Spy cat. Seeing what's going on in everyone's backyards. Ooh, that where does um yeah, uh, yeah. is that legal? <laughs> uh maybe. What if Sheldon like I know catches footage look, he shouldn't pause, but like we delete it. Like they, they monitor the footage and stuff you get off of drones and special, especially in areas where you could potentially see in windows and things like that. Like it's monitored like very closely everybody who has specific drones are registered mm -hmm. yada yada mm -hmm. but like but 360 cam on a kitty what if you put a 360 cam on a carrier pigeon <laughs> hear me out <laughs> you see a lot of drug deals <laughs> How do you check that? yeah we're taking it old school i don't know i think we should go tyson and see if you can train at the pigeon he loved the business i bet i could train a pigeon um a pigeon racing it's a thing it's not just a thing like it's a thing mm -hmm. like can we get a speed pigeon speed pigeon let's go for a speed pigeon let's go for a full-on falcon tattoo collecting falcon Oh you see how connected I am to hawks and birds of prey like it's hey, we're watching like, driving down the fucking freeway oh. she's like hawk in the field Hawk in the field, like swerving, trying not to hit the people in front of me because they think we're about to die because she's pointing at a hawk in the field. Like, what the fuck? That's exactly how it went. Hawk Every, in the field. She pointed one out, and I'm like, what? How do you even? What? 
<laughs> out the window, like talking to her brother. She's like, see, it was watching us too. Watch it come. She sticks her arm like that. <laughs> hands and feet in the salmon, you know. Watch a hawk drop a banana peel in my <laughs> Retrieve. Okay. Oh man, that'd be out. great. Tattoo collecting 101 Falcon. Name's Banana. <laughs> I like it. I'm with it. I would say I'm a genius. <laughs> no, like, we're working up to that, you know? We're good. Gonna... <laughs> I'm on board for a falcon. What kind of license do you need to have a hunting bird of prey? Like, hear me out. You got to have a fishing license, right? You can be a falconer. Right, right, right. So what kind of license do I need to hunt stuff with a bird? So actually, um, there's the Ohio Falconry School, (laughs) just a little bit north of uh, Columbus, just north of 270. Yeah, birds for rent? (laughs) Kind of. (laughs) So here's it comes with a free training class. He gets commissioned by different companies like Ohio State to come down and take care of remotants humanely with the hawks all over campus, for example. So you'll see them with different birds of prey out and they're gathering pests. Okay, so hear me out. I'm listening. Okay. It's a real thing. Right. This bird has a house. Remember at the Biltmore, they had the falcons or the hawks? Yeah, just let me, you know. Okay. Give me a second. This bird has a house. It gets fed. It's not hunting to eat, right? These rodents are not this bird's natural prey. It's been trained to kill them, right? Mm-hmm. The fuck is different than setting a rat trap then? The rats aren't carrying poison off. I don't say poison. I don't know. So why is it more humane to have it clawed from the sky and death delivered by a non-contraption than to just the snap traps? Like the real snap traps. Maybe on a psychological level because the hawk or the bird of prey is a natural predator, they will leave this area because they know it's not safe because there is a predator. Because that's what how like hawks will predator, scare off the pigeons and stuff at the Biltmore. It's just the fact that there's a predatory bird in but the that area. Hawk lives there, right? They swap them out. They're but trained the, hawks uh, that they the time. The presence is always there. Bringing in a hawk to do rodent removal. Is, you see what I'm saying? I think like, this is a thing he does regularly. I don't think it's like a, he just does it mm, like twice. I think this is the system that they use. I'm just curious about the thought process behind what makes what a- a- ethical and one not. You well, know, okay. If you, as a as a human being, if you were walking down the street and you heard gunshots and people screaming for their lives and dropping dead, would you continue to go to that area? <laughs> yeah. um. As I hear the logic, <laughs> the answer would probably be yes, because I'm probably walking to my home and or vehicle when said things are happening. Now, we live in Columbus, which I like to call the Lando Plenty. Um, that means anything can happen anywhere, anytime, because there's plenty of shit going down everywhere. 
There is no safe side of fucking town. And I hate people like, oh, well, that side of town is worse. Those motherfuckers got cars. It doesn't matter where they live. They can drive to wherever the fuck you are and fuck with you there. I did so live I, in the I, I never, when my dog got that. stolen. That was pretty sucky. I'm not saying there's not a higher concentrated amount of stupid people. But, but that wasn't necessarily like an act of violence. Right. I mean, heartbreaking, yes, but not an act of violence. I just, I don't know, man. Touch wood. Boom. Got to keep the energy right. Of course. Yeah. 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 We, need, we need more organic material on this set. I mean, we can get a wood table. No, we can't, Kyle. What kind of budget you think we, we could can? actually. That's so I was drawing up plans for oh. a table like this. And as I was drawing them and I'm like putting the dimensions in, I was like, there is no way this doesn't exist already. There is no way this doesn't exist. Sure enough. They're called banquet tables, yeah. serpentine banquet tables, yeah, and apparently you can put them in a giant circle, or you can make them in an S pattern. They make them just round. They make yeah, them just round. Like it is kind of loud and cantankerous, but we could get ourselves our tool belts out and get ourselves a piece of plywood and build ourselves a little set. We could do that for about five hundred bucks. This was about three hundred. So this could be our portable one, and we could have a permanent one that was even nicer, like a legitimate little anchor I desk. I, we I could just, put lights on it. I meant like a, a fucking plant or something. Can we, on our plastic can we table, carve guys. into it and do some like plasma ball? <laughs> Three plasma okay, okay, balls. Hear me out. Seven plasma balls. Balls. <laughs> <laughs> there is a significant gap in plasma balls. I've, I've done a little shopping, and I, I've wanted to get one for us, and I've been looking at them. Right. My thing is. Where's the quality mark? You got to go to a Chuck E. Cheese and win one, man. I think we should find one at an antique store. So is there a difference? <laughs> is there a quality? <laughs> Some of them change a bunch of colors. And I'm like, that seems sketchy and not natural. It depends on which gases are filled with. <laughs> I didn't realize the market was so deep. I yeah. guess is my point. I want to just be like, plasma ball, cool. I think but they all go from like twenty bucks to like seven hundred, real fast. Okay, and I got scared that I was going to do it wrong, so I didn't. Can we that hit, got shop? Yes, I'd like to kind of find like if we could find like a weird lava lamp, maybe or a weird plasma ball, something like that. If we could find one secondhand that was just like calling, to, you know how, have you been with me one of the times where I'm like, I got to stop now and I'll just unexpectedly stop at a random pawn shop that I've never even seen in my life. And then there's like yes. beautiful guitar hanging out that has my name all over it. It's all like gold and inlaid and beautiful and washburn. Like the day we stopped at the antique store, you bought like three things. Yeah, like my purple rug and my two favorite pieces of furniture ever. And we were like, who am I going to this? Yeah. <laughs> um, I got a truck-ish. We can, we, yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A truck-ish. <laughs> no, I had a truck. It just had a bunch of shit in it. It was a glass cabinet and then like a really pretty hand-carved oh, wow, yeah. cabinet. It's a oh, music cabinet. stand. Music, it's music stand. Even cooler. So I've got I've got my case for my glass, and then I've got my case for my glass cases. Yeah, (laughs) it made perfect sense. It was I just remember it was a lot, but I was like, okay, 
it's really cool because I had a curio on my list, my scavenger hunt list for several years before I found the right one. And I love it. It was definitely worth the wait. So anyways. I have a, I have my grandmother's hutch. And it was like the one thing I got, you know, and it's not super cool by any means, mm-hmm. but it's not like lame. It's old, you know, you're supposed, it's to just take, there. supposed to take care of old shit, I guess, but it needs like redone. Like it's got it needs refinished. And it's one of those, like, do I do it and fuck it up? Is there a place you can take it? What would is you, there just like a homie out there that refinishes furniture that's like, Ben, I am bored. Can I refinish your hutch? That would be cool. Could you imagine getting it back and it was all like candy painted and pinstriped? I would cry. I would, I would want to just smell it all. Can I just be honest? Like I'd probably you don't want candy. candy no, I, I'd probably be sad if someone took my seventies piece and pinstriped it. It's like the only like real piece of furniture it I know. Look right, pinstriped. It it would. It's not the right. It's it's too dainty. Um, but like, I don't know. I don't. I don't know what to do. It's like that. I try oh, not just to. smoke. <laughs> All right. I guess there's enough to go around. Like we, if we, I mean, when it's like this, you just smoke, and then. When you're done smoking, you hand it to somebody else until they're done smoking. I haven't thrown in in a minute. So, like, it's yours, bro. He's hit it as many times as you want. (laughs) He wrote it. Um, No, but it's like the one, like, real piece I have. And I don't want to do it wrong. So I don't want to do it. But I also don't want to give it just some yahoo. And, like... What color do you think your next couch is going to be? What the fuck? (laughs) I don't know what I'm eating for dinner tonight. I was just trying to, in a roundabout way, ask what kind of color you imagine in your living room for a long period of time. To be fair, I uh, I want to redo it all. That's why I asked what color you imagine yeah. your next couch. It depends on what color I paint the walls. Well, next. what color what do color you paint the walls? That's what I'm saying. I haven't got there yet. <laughs> But it's time. Like it's been like seven years since I've been. Are you thinking eggshell? You're gonna go a little wild. You're like an electric blue. It's a little eggshell now. But if my walls are ever blue, Kyle, I I give you permission to smack me, open hand, left and right. Like, don't let me. You could have like one blue wall, and then we could like paint a sunset on it. I kind of want to paint a few of my walls this color. I'm in. Let's do it. That's a nice color. Yeah, like maybe just a touch richer, but yeah, like a deep, rich, jewel tone turquoise. I'm in. Gonna have to get some color swatches. I have a canary yellow fucking bathroom already. So I have a bright color room. It's canary fucking yellow. I think I'd do all my like little and weird shapes. Oh no, it's not. It's school bus yellow. School bus. School School bus bus yellow. Canary yellow is a soft yellow. That implies that it's not bright and blinding. Hmm. You can't be in a bad mood in my upstairs bathroom. And you know, even with the light off, it's softly bright. bright. Yeah, I gotta. My kid was like, we went that one. I'm like, yeah, cool, whatever. It was not the one I pointed to. (laughs) That's all right. That's all right. But yeah, it's time. The whole whole of you needs repainted. It's funny. Speaking of bathrooms at hyperspace. So the bathroom door on one side, there's this rad painting uh, by Marcus Leonard and Adrian Dominic. They working on a collaborative project and did the bathroom door together. 
then on the inside, there's <laughs> yeah, it's super yeah. cool. Like, there's a picture. Um, I think that's some of the stuff I sent in into. Yeah, I've got it. I didn't get a picture of the inside, which is the part I'm talking about now. But there's this like hexagonal grid that like weaves in and out of itself and then flips back forward, like some of Michelle's paintings. And then I was looking at it and I was like, that flower's new. Like, that's definitely a new flower. We had to even ask Guy. He said, yeah, it was a recent addition. It's so funny. You get like. It's like a continually evolving. Uh huh. That's almost what you wanted to do, wasn't it, Kyle? Yeah, I don't know. They keep going all to the TV. So sorry, but we're figuring it out. Here's the door. So you don't have a picture of the inside, but that's the other side. I wish I would have gotten a picture of the inside next time. But now there's a, like I said, there's the honeycombs and there's this big, bright, beautiful poppy flower. Looks like you could just reach in and touch it. Yeah, that's a pretty rad bathroom door. Both right. sides. You know how they tell you not to poop while you're tripping? This is why. <laughs> well. <laughs> That's the truth, though. Have you ever heard that? I've never heard that. Really? Are we talking Neither about have I. Nope. <laughs> Sorry. We've got, like, three rules. I didn't mean to, Vaughn. It's okay. We're talking about it. We all, it all it's happened. Okay, but, like, hey, it was on top. It. it literally snuck up on me. It, it, was, it was appropriate in that moment. But, like, really we don't got to describe this. I didn't mean it. I just meant, like, the door. Like. Barbarian. It's more because you're in a vulnerable moment. You're by yourself. But it wasn't about. I'm sorry. It's okay. I'm sorry. So tattoos. <laughs> Good oh, transition. Yeah. Jordan's walking by, but he's on the phone. Too busy and cool to talk to us. Too busy. Look at him walking with this cool strut. Coolest ever. He's trying to ignore us now. He's doing it intentionally. It's okay. We still love him. So, you want to talk a little bit more about your experience? I know there's more. Chief people. What are you you wanting to touch on specifically? Hmm. Well, you you say touch on your experience, and my mind draws a blank thinking of the <laughs> entire experience. The entire experience. You're like, well, words. It was it was an experience. Hmm. How do you feel after he says we're done? <laughs> And you know you you know he's done hurting you for the night. Tell me what that feeling was like. Um, the wave. Of, well, I mean, especially in the mental state that I was in at the time, um, just very relieving. It's about that mental state. Um, I was broken <laughs> by the end of the night. The last hour, I was just like in my head, face buried in my coat, having a like mental breakdown, just crying and breathing. But when he's like, "Okay, we're done," it's like. Okay, I'm still here, but yeah. And it took me just like a solid like 15, 20 minutes to just keep breathing and keep like collecting my thoughts and being like, okay, this is over now. 
I've sat through it for the day. I don't have to anymore. It only gets easier. Mm-hmm. It does after a huge first session like that. And mm-hmm. the, now that everything's committed, you get to use prenum. So and not sessions. having to have like 90% unbroken skin touched. Yep. For the session. Future sessions will be concentrated. Um, yes, but like less brutal. The, when when the goal is to lay so much out and accomplish mm-hmm. so much on that first pass, it's like you just said, it's all new skin the whole time. So yeah. like a lot of times you'll get into a tattoo session. And if your artist is working in the same area for a while, it almost it doesn't necessarily become numb. But it gets to a point where you're you like, you feel it a little less. It, yeah. You know, you know the rhythm, you know what to expect, you know what each touch is going to feel like. You and your artists are like breathing and moving together. Mm-hmm. When you're in a, a brand new tattoo and you're laying out the outlines, like when he was going through with that mag and just like softly brushing in those lines, even though he was softly brushing those in and moving quick, it felt like he was slicing you over with a magma dagger, didn't it? Oh, yeah. It <laughs> He's like, yeah. yep, this is my lava piece. Sure is. This is what I wanted. Lava devouring the universe. Yep. I looked Feels at it at the right. end of the day. I'm like, yep, that's how I feel inside right now. <laughs> how rewarding did it feel? Do you feel like you're in this one? Absolutely. You know what I mean? Though? Even even when we just had the left side done, and I'm like, holy fuck, that's awesome. And then I look at all the green marker on the other side and I cry. <laughs> <laughs> but it is abs- it's absolutely rewarding to see, to watch it all come together. Even like I was telling Fawn, like in the moment of it, like I'm laying there, but we've got the whole recording set up. We've got two cameras going. I've got the little monitor like right here. I was like, even just having this is a very cool experience to the point where I can just kind of tune out and focus on myself. But if I want to watch, I got a little screen right there. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Um, that's always my favorite part. Just like you said, how do you feel when they say we're done? It, that's that's the rewarding part for me. Like uh, they get up and look in the mirror. I'm not looking at the art. That's my like, you got this. This is yours. You you earned this. That was your time. By the time I looked up like, at my face, I was like, dude, my eyes are so fucking red. I look like I'm high as shit, but no. <laughs> yep, that's my favorite part. I don't know. My roughest session, I had some rough sessions on my back, but my roughest session probably like spiritually and emotionally was still my chest. And I remember looking at the mirror afterwards and like the I don't know if you've seen me get tattooed. If you ever like really paid attention and like we're doing more than just staring at my chest, you'd see that like my chin kind of wrinkles up like a child holding back their cry. You know what I mean? Like, and I see it in photos. Like when I look at myself, it's like, oh, I was hurting so bad. Look at that wrinkle right there. (laughs) (laughs) So anyways, there's like that little tell when it's really, really hurting. And I see like pictures of myself looking at my chest and it's just like my face is still just like wrinkled up and defeated. But like that was the day that I had to be like babied with cold compresses. And Mm -hmm. it was it was rough, but it was like in reality, like the, the let's, I don't want to like call it a breakthrough and be cheesy, but it was definitely like some sort of emotional either breakdown or breakthrough. But like, yeah, after sitting there and just like watching these pain flowers that I'm just like flying through in my mind's eye after experiencing that for a few hours and then just getting to a whole nother level of that. And then just having like this emotional snap, like Mm -hmm. I can't tell you whether it was bad or good. I can't tell you what or why, but just like tears broke. It didn't hurt any worse. It was just one of those, like, I don't know what the emotional snap was, but 
it's like after that experience, I'm a totally different person. I get that snap after a lot. Um, after you've pushed yourself to a point where eh, you never thought you could be. Yeah. I I get that that pride swell later. Mm-hmm. Generally, after I've had a moment to sit and breathe and, and come back to myself, I get that like. It, in in moment, it's easy for me to deflect. But after when when the noises are all stopped and the TV's off and the machine has stopped running and you you, you sit down on, on whatever you sit down on when you first get home, you know what I mean? That first like flop down. Yeah. I generally have like a you lay down and you like I one of the things I would do with my back, because like there's no getting comfortable. Some nights I knew I wasn't gonna sleep before I went back. I just needed to get comfortable enough to rest. Yeah. So I'd take the time to take all the pillows off of both beds because you know that's how hotels are now. Right. And I'd like make this little like you know how you like swaddle an infant in their crib <laughs> so they can't roll and they're nice and comfortable. Yep. So I'd like have two pillows up by my head and I have one on my arms all the way down so I could just like uh, and I just lay there and just like that's all I could do. And like I said, some nights I wouldn't even sleep, but that was my routine. Is I just like yeah, I sleep in a hotel in New York after I bet it looked like a murder scene. A brutal <laughs> back session. Um, <laughs> A lot of my back is black, like just dark, dark, dark. And um, he just busted out the mud shovel. I don't know what else to call it. This thing was this fucking big and just. The mud shovel. I don't know what else to call it. It hurt so bad. Um, And it was a smaller setup. So I just sat kind of like bunched over all day, you know, like Mm -hmm. just kind of doing it. And uh, sleeping that night was the same. I don't propped up under two pillows, like sitting. That's sitting something we don't talk about very often. Is how that first night after being tattooed, you kind of you, you have to have wrong. the realization that you might not sleep. You're gonna yes. lay there and feel like a burn victim because that's what your body thinks is going on. Like you're fighting shock yeah, all night that, long. Sometimes that thick, clear liquid that comes out you know right how, before you start to scab. You, know so you gotta how, get off and. Have you had like the tattoo fever chills and stuff oh, yeah. at night before in the morning where like you you can tell tattoo you've flu. got like fevers breaking and then chilling and then fever break your, chills? Your body's in shock. You've just opened up a shit ton of skin. Did you have any of that going on? I had some like aftershock shakes the the next day, like on the car ride back and at home a little bit. But thankfully so far it's been I mean day two, but Tons so far it's been smooth drink tons of water that's uh that's why i got up earlier to grab the bottle hydrate from the inside um i don't know long sessions are always rough (laughs) but it's again one of those moments really it has to get done if if you're sitting down for that back piece, you're sitting down for the leg sleeve. You you know what you signed up for. Yeah. Unfortunately, you didn't know what you signed up. For. <laughs> not you, you not fully. No. Tattoo and left with the leg sleeve. Yeah. Which is right. <laughs> Which is right. Um, That's one of the reasons I always describe it as teamwork so often because there's like the willpower of like the collector and the artist to get to like reach achievement with the project. Yeah. And even though it blows, you're working just as hard as guy is the whole time to like reach that finish line. Like guy knows you're struggling, but you know that guy has to get this accomplished because that's what the 
project calls for. And you know, the thing I appreciate about Guy's work when he's working too is it's like, because he's so seasoned and veteran at it, he's very efficient in mm -hmm. the way he tattoos, but also just like the movement around the body. Like we started straight on the ankle. He was like, you ready? Okay. And straight into it. And it's like that, that was, that was rough. It hurt. But you know, later in the day, I'm like, man, I'm glad I got that out of the way at first. Um, that is the beauty of working with a seasoned professional mm -hmm. is there's no wasted time when it comes yeah. to open skin. No wasted Every pain. second is but, yeah, efficient they're, progress. They're like you can look and see working. Yeah. That's something that the more tattooed I get, the more conscious I feel like I am because <clears throat> in the moment, I'm not thinking about money. I'm not thinking about how much I'm charging. I'm not thinking about how much they're paying. I'm not thinking about how many more hours we have to go. I'm just thinking about like the task at hand. <clears throat> I'm losing track of what I was saying because I'm rolling a blunt too. Um, it's being mindful of your time because I, you're a seasoned professional, but you're interested in the integrity of the tattoo. I, well, regardless of the I time just, it takes to do it. Yes. I want to be, I want to work with my time, but like, I also want to make each move as intentional as possible because the thing that I'm really working with and being mindful of is my client's pain. Mm -hmm. So like, no matter what I do, it's going to cause pain. So like Kyle and I were talking about this, like you can, you could like, for, for instance, early in my career, I was very, very gentle. I was very, very gingerly. And I still am pretty gentle for a lot of the things that I do, but I realized by getting tattooed, sometimes by babying somebody too much, I'm just making it hurt longer. That's, that's long. You know what I mean? Yeah. Rather getting than it, just getting, getting it, it in getting it done, saturating it in as few passes as possible and moving on to the next spot <clears throat> rather than wasting their pain going into that same area over and over again. Mm. <clears throat> yep. So like for me, I'm not, I don't even watch the clock anymore. I watch my client's exhaustion level and my, my exhaustion level and my body cues right. as well. But like for me, it's working with that pain efficiently. Like we have this opportunity together, but set money aside. We need to make this opportunity as like as much progress with each of these opportunities as we can. So when we both have this goal of, I want to get this much accomplished, accomplished for the day, it's amazing how that makes it so much easier for my client to wrap their head around how far we have to go. And like, they can see when we take breaks, how how much we've gotten accomplished, how much more we have to go. And sometimes it's like, oh, this is going quick, right. you know? And right. other times it's like, oh, that blue, that took forever. But man, look at it. It was totally worth it, you right. know? As long as you don't tell me we're about to be done. You you can describe and talk and do whatever you do. It, it, as soon as you're like, I don't know. I prefer not to know when we're going to stop and don't like to know a time frame. Yeah. I just kind of, I just kind of want to. It changes your mindset a bit. Yep. And you start like I'm, counting I'm, towards it. I'm here till it's done. I don't want to anticipate the finish. I do like to let people know, like, this will probably be our last break. That's, uh, that's different. Though. That's different. And then, like, right at the very end, where it's like, as soon as I finish this element, we're done. Yeah, that's different than... Um, than, uh, like, the minute-by-minute minute count. Hey, man, we're 30 minutes away. It's going to be 30 minutes, and then two hours later, we're still brutal. I've had two minutes. A large project. I want to get this whole area done. Sometimes isn't... You know what I mean? I don't know. I would prefer you just do what you got to do and tell me when we're done. You know, there. I, I I've never last break is fine because then you know, okay, like home stretch. Mm -hmm. Put put your put your effort into this last bit. Um, that's that's fair. 
I like but when like, I can like we're taking our last break and it's like you know we've pretty much gotten everything I needed to do today and right. I'm down to like finishing touches for the day. I love it when I can see their like relief and it's like oh, there's oh, only okay. a little bit more because you know how I can get carried away and we'll be here till 4 a.m. Sometimes like if you, my client has the st- stamina and the project calls for it, sometimes it's like well here we are for the sake of momentum let's just keep going have you ever seen snatch the movie snatch it's an older 90s movie i don't Brad Pitt. I, i'm sure i've seen it but i don't remember there's a part where they're making sausages the guy's name is turkish he's like, how long on the sausages turkish he's like five minutes boss he's like, wait a second he said five minutes five minutes ago <laughs> <laughs> um that's how i feel with white highlights you know, yeah. like it's that yeah. same, like, oh, yeah, I was done, but now it's like 20 minutes of white highlights. You ready? I kind of, no. you know, this is one of the reasons I kind of try to do my white highlights in sections as I go. Like, I try not to do it throughout the whole piece because it's usually so beat up and sore. I just it's kind just... of meant the cliche, we're almost done. Yeah, I hear oh, you. Wait, one more. I hear you, but that. Sometimes that psychologically really just like people have PTSD or they just fear those white highlights, but there are kind of like workarounds. And... Yeah. Do it after everything's healed. Sometimes, Come back one fresh session. Yeah. Right on top. Yeah. So sometimes I double and triple saturate my whites too. Oh, just I know. To... I know you know. Oh, I know. Would you rather me just pound it all in there at no, once and turn it into hamburger or like what, a few do, delicate sauces? you know why you're tasking a whole bunch of me? Because I make your skin not hate Because I trust the way you do what you do. Thanks. So, like, I've never once asked you to do anything ever other than will you tattoo this? Sometimes my twinkly stars. Uh-huh. I just really like different saturation levels of those like i could go through and just do them once but if i like put a layer in at the end of each session in each area or however i do it then i can like i use a lot of um starbright has this like super ultra off white almost pastel-y palette that i've used forever so like when instead of just having like a skin break halo i can like build like pink or blue or like real subtle glows around some of the twinkles and that's way easier to achieve in like two or three passes of like just a little bit at a time instead of like doing it all at once and making that whole area so angry i love when you art nerd i it, you it's look at cute. me it's so good because you just start looking at me like uh-huh uh-huh that's right. I don't know what to say. I yep, can't. I don't yep. know about Starbright fucking palette. I just, it's just I just, this twinkly colors. So much pastels. I just love watching you get into your. And then I add this color, and then I move the palette, and then I do things, and then I look at this. It's, it's just tiny tricks on top of each other. I love you. But I stole from somebody else along the way. You mean learned? To be fair, same, same difference. That I added to my bag of tricks. Aww. I'm gonna borrow this. I may or may not give it back. Uh-huh. 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 You've got an extra, right? Is sure. that how that works? <laughs> yep. You've got enough of these tricks to go around? I sure do. <laughs> is that how it works? It should be. It basically It should is. also that be works. like the more I share mine, like you give them out like... I show you mine, you show me yours type of thing? Yeah, if I would... Look, if trick sharing were a thing... That's <laughs> just what we're doing. <laughs> yep. I'll share my tricks with you. Don't run. I don't want you to fall. Take your Be time. Careful. Watch that leg. Easy. Look at his look at his swag. Oh, he's so swaggerific. He's got like a 
Wing. You got a little pimp walk to him, man. He's so cute. Our little guy. He's yeah. just growing up in the world. So proud of him. He's got a lot of work. Yeah, he's going hard in the paint. You I'm know, excited. Uh, my favorite thing is people are like, I want to get into tattoos. And then they don't just, get tattoos. Yeah. So when somebody's like, get it. Mm-hmm. Can we get into a shirt that says just get it? Or something to commemorate his commitment to being fucking rad. Because <laughs> it takes some stones to get blasted like that back to back to back to back to back just to continue to immerse yourself. I mean, you say that, but you and I have done it. And it that's is part of the point. lifestyle. It is that's part my, of the like. That's my point. That is part of the like. When you see somebody that has tattoos versus somebody who is like heavily tattooed and really like passionate about their work. And I'm, you know, everybody collects for different reasons, but like when people go hard in the paint like this and they're getting tattooed every few weeks or every month or like every as much as their budget will allow or every much as their travel schedule will allow, that's that's a really major commitment. Like it's a commitment of time. It's a commitment of money. It's a commitment of like just laying there and surrendering to your artist and the the plan. And as like one heavily tattooed person to another, we see each other and we're like, yes, that's my, it's, I don't know. I don't think I even really ever necessarily had that feeling in any church or anything like right. that. Where you could like look at somebody and be like, yes, We've seen guess, some stuff. We guess, are we are bro- we are spiritual brothers. And with, without without inflating Kyle's ego too much, is he got a notch on his fucking belt with me? He <laughs> did some good. I'm proud yeah. of. Him. See, like, you're like welcome to the club, little bro. A little bit, a little yeah. bit. He a little bit. Yeah, it's almost like these layers of initiation. Like once <laughs> once somebody's gotten their back right. tattooed, and you see another person with their back tattooed, right. it's not just like oh, nice tat, bro. It's like. I see. That's you. why the nice tat bros fall off. Mm-hmm. That's why they're annoying. Because mm-hmm. other heavy tattooed people don't go, yo, bro, look at my tribal. We ain't the same. Or nice back tat. Let me right. show you this idea I've had. And they scroll six months back in their phone to something they saved off of. Google. I saw this on Pinterest in 98. Or a picture and they took of somebody at some crazy event that's all like half sunburnt and smeared. But you know this work. <laughs> Not that the work is bad, just that she recognizes. Um, yeah, that is my. I've had this at. Who would you? Who do you go to? Is my favorite because who I go to might not be relevant to your tattoo. You know what I like? Sometimes I always say, what tattoo do you want? <laughs> this is going to sound awful. Sometimes, <laughs> I can't believe I'm saying this out loud. Sometimes I'll be like, let's say I'm waiting in line at a gas station that's in like, let's say a lightly questionable neighborhood. Yeah, and like, I have all my leg tatties out, meaning like I'm wearing shorts and like normal clothes. And <laughs> uh, without fail, it's like, I'll get the, your old man tat. Yeah. Sometimes I'm just like, yep. I've often been your old man tatter. <laughs> you have I you have multiple times what was it was you it do me? that was it me you Corey? who else was with us it was ben and three female tattooers and we were like what's the likelihood of the four of us that he'd be the only one that doesn't tattoo like yeah. breaking stereotypes Woo, woo! break that wall down ben i'm proud 
Every help. man with tattoos is not, not a pattern. A tattoo. Um, it is my least, I'm not least favorite question. And that's why I wanted to do the snails. Because as frequently as I get asked if I do tattoos, I think I could make a decent chunk of money just being like, yep, here you go. That's the tattoo I do. Come get it. It's this amount of money. Why not? I thought about just taking fake deposits for a while. Oh, bro, you charge it. Yeah, man, get a deposit and we'll get you a book. In two years. My name is Benny McShifty. Yeah. Google.com. Unless the money actually went to something cool. It could be in like you could like the Benny McShifty broke fund. If you were like taking it for yourself, if, if people were ding dongs and like naive enough to do so, like if the money went. What if I made like, him sign that this is charitable. actually a donation cause? That's what I'm saying. Like a charitable. Like, Sign this paper and send your donation right over. Right on over, bro. And then I could get like Toys for Tots or something. Yes. Or firefighters for kids or something like that. Aren't all firefighters for kids? Well, firefighters for kids is another toy drive. I might be using the the wrong words, but it's something along those lines. (laughs) Firefighters give kids toys too. I thought you were just making up a charity. Toys for Tots is a different charity. Okay. Uh, sorry, I didn't mean to confuse you with my extensive knowledge of charities. Because <laughs> um, that's about the only two I can think of. <laughs> Starvation Army. I was, there I was like, what was the one you said earlier? The Bell Ringers. Got me. The Bell Got Ringers. Me. I was at a store the other day uh, walking around. <laughs> I looked at Leah and I was like, I swear to God, I am going to just go take the bell. Because you can hear it in every corner of the store like they were inside like just Mannheim steam roller going the fuck at it like not just this polite little ding 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 no obnoxious I wanted to shove it up like an auctioneer it was the I was like this is why I hate Christmas this is this is why I'm a screech. Good times. Good times at Hobby Lobby. <laughs> well, there's oh. the issue. <laughs> oh, the shit. Bro. If you like, like, pecan rolls. <laughs> why did you know I bought a pecan roll? <laughs> going with this. What I do. I see them. They're always right there at the register, staring me in the face, right underneath the. And big you know he got So good. <laughs> Housewares fifty percent off. Yep, that happens. Frames thirty percent off. They're all fifty percent off right now. BT Dub, so good week. Frames. Just saying. I know. To be fair, I think Michaels has a better selection of frames. If you're going to get like things actually framed and matted, like. But I just said fifty percent off. You know what I have <laughs> in my basement right now? I uh, besides the box of frames, I've got a miter box. Huh. And like all the finish knowledge of whatever kind of just fun. You know, cool you know more about woodworking frame. than I do. Just saying. I heard you say a tool. 
<laughs> has attachments. But after that, you're kind of on your own. You have a whole garage filled with them. I sure as shit do not know how to use them, bro. <laughs> They're decorative well, piece. No, no, no. I, I buy tools, tools because I am stuck fixing whatever the fuck is broke at that moment. Okay. Um, I buy the tool because I have to have it to complete the project, not because I bought them because I'm handy. You know, I'm to the point now with my tools. You, I wonder, like, every time I, I have a new need for a tool, I sit and I ask myself, is this something I will use often or is this something I will use every third year? That is how I grade the quality of tool that I buy. Me too. So I have a lot of Black & Decker. Right. I don't tool very often. But like if I if I really wanted a nice workshop, it would all be like I'd have snap on stuff and like really good quality power tools and like I just don't need to spend money on that kind of stuff because I'm not abusing it. Like I always think I'm not handy. And then people are like, oh, I need X, Y, and Z. And I'm like, oh yeah, like you know, <laughs> I got all that shit. Like, mm-hmm. whatever. And they're like, damn, you really can fix it. Yeah, no, I just got a lot of broken shit. I think we and you, we've got we just we could teach a plethora of skills and trades. No. <laughs> my, do you know what my class would be? Tell me. Okay, guys, let's go ahead and open up our phones to YouTube <laughs> and um search whatever the fuck you want to do. But you know it's surprising that yeah, not a lot of people know how to do that. that. And then struggle. I tell Go me ahead. Struggle through the art of the keyword search. You know, and, and you gotta tell some people to put the your art. phone so you can pause it and unpause the phone. Mm-hmm. I know that might be revolutionary to some people. I like to personally use a, a vac seal bag and I just make it long and then don't seal the end so uh-huh. I can shift it around through the clear side of it so I can use different parts of it when I get grease on it and shit. So, you know, we could do some cool shit like that, but I don't know how to do this stuff. Like, I've never changed a radiator until I needed to change a radiator. That's how I learned how to change one. And that's how no, that's how everybody learns. You don't need to know it until it's broke. I get it. But like, yeah. it's not like I have this desire to be a mechanic. I did not want I just to happened to have to have radiator. to put an alternator in my car. You know, like, I already just, I just put fucking 1700 bucks in you. I have to do it myself. Okay. I think. <laughs> not that I just did this well last weekend this exact same thing hey you know how easy it is to change an alternator on a 99 tacoma how easy is i was fucking delighted on how easy it was tensioner bolt just did it boop dropped the whole belt one hinge bolt to take the fucking thing off ground wire bingo bingo half hour it's a nice thing about a big vehicle. Someone, stuff someone at Yoda in 1999 was like, guys, we made this too hard. Hold on. Let's fix this and make this real simple. And I, I want to thank that gentleman. I would like to go give him a hug. <laughs> a big one right now. Because of all the things I've had to fix in my life, and this one's been pretty extensive right off the rip, everything's been super easy to work on. Nice. And I miss 1999. Can we bring it back? Can we just bring back being able to work on things? Like what so, happened to that? You guys hear me talk about Van Dango all the time and how much I love. I love Van Dango. I love Van Dango. And, you know, the reality is Van Dango's not going to last forever. But I'm, I'm thankful for Van Dango. Van she Dango just hit two. I was there. It was like 74 fives on the odometer. You should have seen it. 
But anyways, Van Vago is an 03. So it's both old and has miles packed on it. So that's just the reality of the situation. Like mechanically, it's still cool. I have no reason to not trust it. I take it on road trips. I keep up on the maintenance. Um, I talk about it like it's a character in my life. It is. <laughs> the fuck are you talking about? Fandango is a character in all of our lives. So, to be fair. To be, to be fair. fair. I mean, Chris Taylor has a matching Fandango. This is how we spot each other. Fandango has in fairly early in my experience here. Yeah. Um, I, I've used it as a shelter in, in multiple occasions. Mm -hmm. um, where, where are we going to go? What are we going to do? How can we get this accomplished? Fandango. Yeah. yeah. Fawn, my truck's in the shop and I have to roof for a week. I need to trade you vehicles. Bandango. Wait, we have too many kayaks for the trip? What are we going to do? Bandango. It's, it's amazing, see? We can't. Just... My next one's going to have to be called Bandango, too. No. It will have its own personality. Bandango. Probably. It'll have its own new way of doing things. We're probably going to be a little there more gentle. Another, there could be another Tarantino movie that I could rhyme with. Yeah, we're not going to be flinging ladders in the back of the new Vandango right away. Give it a month or two. That's, no, I, you got fine because they're pretty, Ben. No, you got to break them in soft. Just... I'm not going to drive it soft. I'd I didn't say that. <laughs> yeah, but Vandango, we've thrown dirty creek water in the back of Vandango. Hold you know on a saying? second. Do you remember you know that? What I'm that one time you were like driving it like a truck today. Bah, bah, bah. We had that moment a few days ago. Wait, we did it today. <laughs> we did it today, but we did it like three days ago. Right. Oh, I don't think they wanted us to drive here. <laughs> then, then we went to leave the gas station at the end of the street and they were all being dumb and blocking all the industries. I was like, do a truck shit. And just drove them. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's exactly how it went down. I mean, to be dark. in yeah. theory, we did not break the law. Do you know how big the sign was? <laughs> it was on. It was on the corner of the intersection. No. Spot hawks <laughs> on a fence post, four hundred <laughs> yards away. But the Wendy's at ten thirty at night. Possible. You can hit a stranger with a banana peel effortlessly. Effortlessly. <laughs> But track down a Wendy's. Impossible. Nope. With GPS. Nope. It's 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 funny. It's funny the things you can mess with. Uh, like we we've all looked through the glasses that were on our face or the phone that's in our hand. Backpack or, that's like twenty five pounds on our shoulders. Using the flashlight on your phone to look for your phone in your car. Yeah, you know, shit like that. <laughs> we've all done it. Um. I've recently discovered with too much time on my hand, I am way too ADD to get even simple tasks accomplished. So like if I literally have nothing to do and nothing to drive, like the force of what has to be done, I get nothing done. It's dumb. Um, and, and probably should like stop doing that. Like it was real, real awkward there for a minute. I don't, I don't even know anymore. I'm, I keep double hitting it because I'm sitting in the middle. So if you guys I, just ever want to park on it, I, I won't be upset at all. Point. Yeah. It's just going wherever. Yeah. Feeling. Do you think the smoke is helping with the recovery? Smoke always helps recovery. Yeah. No, it does. I give a shit. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have any. Anything he has no answer. Now. He's like, I have yeah. no. 
No opinion. Do you need stronger weed? I I have sufficient weed. I said stronger. So I didn't say sufficient. Like maybe like some some uh, uh, wrapped moon rock laced fucking dab what twisted. Are you, what are you getting at? Ben? A cheater? I don't know. Like make cool shit. <laughs> I'm just saying. Like I I won't say no. Yeah, you will. <laughs> I'll say, are you sure? Alright. <laughs> Alright. My wheels are turn. Okay. Okay. Did you you worked today, right? I did. You took the rest of yesterday off? Yeah. I was hobbling around the house That's doing good. some chores, but I did I did take most of it off. Mostly just chilling, laid back. Yeah. Fawn asked me if I wanted to jump into a, a random open spot and I was like, hey, you know. That might not be the smartest player. Right <laughs> I want to wait till you have a couple open days. Yeah, it's hard to, with larger sessions, mm-hmm. um, bounce right back to work. And that's that's something a lot of people don't consider is, is leaving yourself that time to be tired. I usually it's... don't. But like by the time we got back to town yesterday, I was like, well, I'm really glad that it was offered already to just go ahead and take it off because, man, did I need it. It's the beauty of working in the environment that you do. People are like, oh, no, bro. Trust. Trust. Just go ahead and just fucking chill. You know, that's one of the things we were talking about on the way out to see Guy was, uh, I was like, isn't it cool that you have a job where, like, taking time off to get tattooed, that, like, it's not one of those things that, like, there's a, a question asked or, like, you're not looked at weird or, like, you know, why would you? Or, yeah, encouraged. You know, yeah, it's, it's it. not not only, like, allowed but encouraged and i think that's you know it's it's one of the really special things about being part of this team is you know not only not only are we like working in the industry but we're part of this like community and family and we're all encouraging one another to get tattooed by our favorite artists and to go and learn and collect and grow and like have these experiences that we're all going through together like i think everybody here at the shop is a pretty heavy collector and we've all collected and we've all like like the more our collections go it's like the more that bond grows you know Mm -hmm. we know each other as we're going through it we know each other as we're changing our bodies and we're like transforming physically but like you know underneath that surface layer there's this spiritual transformation that we're all experiencing one another go through and there's all these levels of growth that we get to see it's pretty like yeah. I mean, this one was definitely a big one for me, too, because it's like just going out, you know, being able to take the trip out there to go see hyperspace and get tattooed by a guy. It's like not only is, you know, it's an emotional aspect for just being out there, but it's like for me, it's this is solidifying my new life and the life that I want to live and oh. like being able to finally get away from the life I didn't want to live. Oh, yeah. So um, it's just kind of like you know, all in one, like, this is, this is it, you know? Oh, yeah. I, I, people always ask if your tattoos have a significant meaning, and it's not always that the tattoo means something. It's that it represents a time of your life. Right. And I often look like, oh, when I was getting this tattoo, blah, 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 was going on. Mm-hmm. Or, oh, man, I remember the argument I got in about blah, 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 when this happened. Right. Or whatever, happy, sad, and different. 
um, it, it often helps re remind myself of a timeline. Um, I often, when I want to explain how long I've known someone, they've known me pre-tattoo. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. They knew me when I was getting tattooed. Um, yep. It's generally a uh, precursor of how, how long and how well I know someone. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's a unique uh, mark in time, if mm -hmm. you will, more than that image has significant right. meaning to me other than it's a cool piece of art. Um, it more marks the time yeah. what you're going through, what your life is about at that moment. And that's that's a significance you don't understand until you've got a timeline to look back at. Mm -hmm. Right. It's a cool thing about physical marks. You can like when you cut a tree down, you see these rings and these rings are physical marks to show you the experience and growth of that tree. As humans, like we do, we do that as we age, but our tattoos show this a whole other layer. And like I keep saying, it's this thing that like I don't want to say it's like tattooed people and not tattooed people like we're different or but there's it's just this thing that I didn't expect. It's this thing that I couldn't have like put into words or, you know, and I, it's still hard to like. It's there's still some hard. things you have to experience to understand. Them. Yeah, it's, this is yeah. one of them. Yeah. Sorry. You, no. You, you yeah. Like understand. I walked away after the, after my session and I was like, OK, like I, I, I understand now, like you can't what these long sessions really are like. Right. Being in that state, being pushed till your body does not let you do it anymore. Willingly. Yeah. People were talking about, oh, well, I was in an accident. You didn't ask for that. You were right. forced to go through the trauma. To willingly sit and subject yourself to something like that is a mm -hmm. whole different ballgame. So, like, I, yep, it, you can say it that way, Fawn. <laughs> because it, it, there's no other comparison. Yeah. There's there's nothing else like that. We've voluntarily like submitted ourselves. Like we we made the conscious decision to to collect this piece of art, whatever the motivation is, to collect this body modification, to change ourselves, to transform. We made that decision consciously. Where no, you know, that how do you describe the bond that happens between the time of physical contact and going through that trauma with your artists, friends, people that are around you? There's no words to describe the relationship that develops between the artist mm -hmm. and a client over that long term. Yeah. Even if it still remains that professional only there, there's things well, that you learn about each other in those sessions that can only happen in those times, in those moments. Yeah. Some of my clients are literally going through the most painful thing they've ever experienced mm -hmm. while I'm touching them. Mm -hmm. And not only am I touching, not only am I in the room with them and feeling that my hands are on them and not only that I'm causing it. But they want it. It's heavy. Yeah. But one of the, one of the things that it. Kyle and I were talking about like. was the, this crazy epiphany I had, and I've mentioned it before, but it was just kind of like brief, but <clears throat> on this epiphany I had several months ago, client and I were talking and just like, you know, as I'm like stream of consciousness words coming out of my mouth, it was like, this is the only pain. This is the only trauma that you actually recover that heals you every other trauma in your life you need to recover from. But tattoo trauma actually heals you and it helps you to grow. It's yeah. the only trauma that you physically endure that you walk away from feeling better about yourself, 
feeling better about this accomplishment, like all of those things you feel right away while your body is still beat up and in recovery mode, you mentally feel better. It's because it's done in love. It's done in the name of art. It's done in the name of bettering yourself. It's done in the name of making yourself the way you want yourself to be. Mm-hmm. You got me. <laughs> Most other trauma is not chosen. Yeah. It's forced. You don't have an option. It's us. It's what we do. Yeah. To willingly sit through it. Because of the bond, it creates for us and with us and in the community. It is my family. You have to be in the club to fucking understand that. There's no there's no words to describe the connection this makes. And we've lightly touched on it and joked about it before. But this is us. That's what makes this us. Yeah. And it's it's insane to me to to, to try to explain that to somebody that's like, man, you just uh, you just hooligans with your fucking scan art. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, you'll you'll you people with those attitudes never understand. understand the love in this. Mm-hmm. And that's what it is. Mm-hmm. It's like intense. on a on a real level too. On Tuesday, if Mons just watched me in one of my darkest moments, just in my head, absolutely breaking down, not able to contain myself. Like that's a not a lot of people see me like that. You no know, one. no one. Yeah, you don't expose yourself to people like that. Yeah, just, we we talked about just having the availability to have these conversations as a privilege because it puts us in the frame of mind of appreciation. And we we lack on it sometimes. <laughs> we do. Mm-hmm. And being in this group, being in this environment, being around these people and having this continual positivity and 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 wanting to help people be who they are, wanting people to feel more comfortable in their own skin, mm-hmm. giving people the family, giving people the environment because we choose to. Yeah. Is a fucking privilege. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Giving people the safe space for all that stuff to happen. It doesn't exist anywhere else. Mm-hmm. It doesn't. And we we should acknowledge it more. I did say we wanted to get back to the roots. Bam. Now we're leaking. Bam. Bam. We're leaking. We haven't leaked in so long, Kyle. Look. It is. It, it's 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 a rite of passage that you can't explain to anybody. It's it's what makes us our group. And everybody does it for a different reason. Everybody has their own story. Some people are just like, you know what? Fucking tattoos are cool. Yeah, the motivation is different for every one of us. Like every collector, but every one of us sitting here, our motivations are totally different. But the gifts that we stumble upon along the way are... It's all, yeah, yeah, it's like this gift of unity that we had no idea we were diving into head first so when we talk about that mutual i see you you don't you don't get that without tattoos mm-hmm. it's like uh not not to, not to be cheesy but like the navi from uh mm-hmm. avatar avatar i was thinking sanskrit <laughs> <laughs> one of the same right sure <laughs> um it is the same shit yeah, there's just this this 
thing that we all have in common now once we've experienced this. And like, you know, like Ben said earlier, we we chose this. It wasn't thrust upon us. And in choosing that, we got all of these gifts that we never imagined we were going to receive, like the community, the connection. And like by connection, you don't even have to actively be involved with anything. It's literally just like seeing somebody at the store that has comparable work or Mm -hmm. huge work or, you know, you just make that eye contact and it's like that, you know, I know. It's an instant familiarity. Yeah. yeah. If if I'm in a store and see another heavily tattooed person and have a question, I am more apt to be like, hey, hey bro, where's the saw? <laughs> <laughs> like, like if 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 my, you know they're cool on a little. If my tattoo, if my server at my restaurant is heavily tattooed, mm-hmm. I take a big deep breath. You at least know they have a huge level of patience. I, I know a lot of stuff about them immediately by the quality of their work. Mm-hmm. I'm not right. saying I judge them by the quality of their work, but the amount of work that they have and the, the amount of willingness they have to put in that shows a dedication and a caring and an, and an honesty to their you know what i'm trying to say yeah. i almost so like, actually like when you see somebody like that in a job that you know doesn't make a lot of money and they've got exquisite work it's like oh this is your second job you're <laughs> paying for that work isn't it mm-hmm. hats off bro i think there's a lot of misconceptions just, about like, that t- too tipping, tipping because like, I, like i've known guys that work at olive garden out of full six figures and laugh at you like yeah bro i serve tables at olive garden and drive a fucking fever because I've got my system down. Um, okay. So I, I, I never diss anybody at what they do. Yeah, I'm I'm just saying, like, yeah, yeah. you know, I you know it. that, like... Same. Like, I love it. That's what their money is going towards. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. some people can afford, mm-hmm. can just afford good tattoo work. Right. And some mm-hmm. people can't, but they still make it happen. Yep. <laughs> I know all about that. Yep. <laughs> I, hey, I bartered my last two sessions. Um. I've been on the the the, the trade homie hookup help you move system for a long time. Because <laughs> good tattoos aren't cheap. Cheap tattoos aren't really good. That's right. I don't know. I don't often do work on trade, but like when I do, it's usually like a day of work for a day of work, a day of time for a day of time. I feel like that's just the most fair. You know, like I think they like that's like the epitome mm-hmm. of fair. I don't meter it. <laughs> well, you know, me, 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 that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. you know, I consider my time a favor. You, you would have to have a skill or craft or something right. to return that favor. That so favor, that's, yeah. that's why I would say it's rare that I do things like that. But like, for instance, like I had all the plumbing in one of my studios put in on trade, which was pretty cool. Yeah. And taught as the project went along so that, that i can do things was now more valuable yeah absolutely yeah. i was thinking about that the other day how uh, i was having a conversation about uh leaps in careers mm-hmm. and like how how things have compiled to be to the availability of where you're where you are and what you're doing now it was one of those just like uh, a lot of random shit has compiled this like and to me it's all like uh, uh i didn't accomplish goals and like no the goal was to learn the goal was to absorb what was there and move on mm-hmm. like so it, rating success and metering what you do is is different when you look at it as an assumption of knowledge as opposed to a completion mm-hmm. it made me think i had a huh moment yeah all right it's I guess. 
we were having the Taco Bell conversation earlier today about one of my friends. Yeah. We were yeah. just talking about like life happiness and things like that. And uh, it's just a, a super profound epiphany. Um, a friend of mine that I went to high school with, she started working at Taco Bell right after we graduated. And she still works at the same Taco Bell. She always has, always will. And she's never promoted or anything. And one one day I was like, you know, why don't why don't you like take the promotion and run the store? Like you could probably be like a district manager by now, as long as you've been with the company. And she like looked at me dead in my face, just serious and calm. And she was like, I don't want it. <laughs> she was like, I'm happy. Things are fine. I don't want the responsibility. Right. She's like, I mm-hmm. can run the store. I can do it. She's like, it's not worth it for the stress. Right. And I like. Because, like, she's equally as intelligent as me, equally as capable as me, but, like, she is a heck of a lot happier, or at least she was at the time. Like, I was running two shops, running myself real thin, just, like, wearing myself down all the time, trying to keep up with all the responsibilities on my plate, trying to achieve and accomplish all these goals and do these things and prove these things. And it was just, like, why? Yep. Yeah. Who am I trying to prove these things to? Like, why am I running myself ragged? And like, just kind of blew my mind that like, sometimes those labels don't equal happiness. Right. Sometimes like, I don't know, the the valuable thing really is like the your quality, quality of, of your time. Well, yeah. I recently went through a job interview and they were like, well, what do you, what do you value the most? And I was like, be, being able to have, make enough money to be able to take time off. Like to to be able to Live make life. enough money in the time that I'm here to not have to always be here. I want to be able to leave on time and have my free time so I can live my life off the clock. And they just kind of, I don't think that was the answer they were looking for. Um, but like in reality, you're like, I want to be so good at this job that I can cut out early every day because I've already met my quota and you're sick of giving me money. I'm not. I'm not afraid of a heartache. <laughs> I'm so not afraid of a heartache. See, Ever. that's that's like the healthy way to live. It, yeah, but like, I I, I want to be able to just work my eight hours, and go the fuck home. Yeah, and enjoy my life that starts at five o'clock. Mm-hmm. I don't want to. I don't want to work till six. I don't want to work till seven. I don't want to work till eight o'clock. I don't want to stay late. I don't want to go on the last call. I don't want to be the guy doing extra. I don't want to put in more. I'm happy with the amount of money that I can make in that eight hours. If it's not enough to do what I need to do, I'll find a different job so I can have my fucking free time. If you're telling me the extra is what it takes to make money, I don't want to put in fucking extra. I don't, I'm not trying to be rich. Yeah. I'm trying to have fucking free time. Enjoy life. <laughs> like just trying to survive. Is off the clock. I am not mentally invested. <laughs> my job does not define who I am as a person. Yeah, And that's hard to tell someone at an interview that what I'm looking forward to is not fucking being here. Hmm. Without it sounding like I don't want to work. I'm not lazy. But like if I said 7.30 to 4, fucking meant 7.30 to 4. <laughs> you know, like, and that's that's a hard thing to just be like, no, no, I, I want to do just enough to be good at my job. And that's it. Well, you can raise it. Advance. I don't want to be the manager. I'm not trying to do any. I want to do this one little slice of the pie. That's fucking it. I just tell them you're a family man. I don't want to be in there. Yep. <laughs> that always works, Kyle. <laughs> it's a hard concept to, to tell somebody that's trying to like, motivate you to be a a better Go salesman. <laughs> like, man, man, I 
if I can't make the amount of money I need to make in this eight hours, I don't, I'll, I'll do it at a factory. <laughs> Walmart's 32 bucks an hour. And it's all... 32? I was like, uh, Walmart distribution center. Oh. Like, you gotta do warehouse shit. Yeah. It's still just warehouse shit. Heavy duty. I was honestly thinking about living at Costco. Um, they're not bad on the hour to be a meat packer. I can sit there and run a saw all day. Ain't nothing I ain't done. I'm just saying, I don't value what I do. I value that I have enough money to live my life. It's fine. Yeah. I've spent a significant time knocking down my mills to be able to thing. do that. <laughs> like, over COVID, I worked at a food packaging factory when everything got shut down. Just because I didn't know how long we were going to be shut down, you know, and like, I'm not going to lie. I immediately was like, what? We can't tattoo. It was a Thursday. I was at orientation Monday. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, that's like immediately what I did just because I didn't, you know, we didn't, we've never experienced anything like this before. And that's just my mentality. You know, I'm like, all right, immediate backup plan. Like, Right. Well, my sister works here. I'm not too good to do what she does. And immediately the following Monday, I was in there on orientation. <clears throat> but the thing is, it was a food packaging plant. Like we made Panda Express packages, McNuggets containers, you know, like we made little cardboard boxes. That's what we did. But the fact of the matter is, it's like in the few months that I worked there, you know, I did things with pride because like People trust me with their bodies. I couldn't like screw up making boxes. <laughs> like, I'm not gonna lie. Like I do have a little bit of a reputation in this town. Like it's a small town, but like people know my name there, and they're like, "Man, she can't even put a box together." I'm not gonna let her tattoo me. Where's like it? you can't glue a box right with a machine. <laughs> you can't just watch the machine doing the thing and package it. You can't. I can't trust you to tattoo me. That's the mentality Anybody I had. That doesn't do the task to the best of their ability. I, I don't know how to treat them as a person. If you know that you can do a job better and you just don't, we're not the same people. You're supposed to do anything you're doing to the best of your ability. Yeah. You don't have to do it hard. You don't have to do it fast. You don't have to be I the best in the world. I think that's what they call pride. It's Isn't not even part of pride. Like it's ethics. Doing, doing. I think it's. I think it has more to do with ethics. Doing than pride. a job with pride, pride in yourself. It doesn't have to be priding and. No, no. Just try, man. Do it the best you you think you can. I don't understand. I don't understand the opposite. Why'd you even try if you weren't going? If you weren't going to like do it. Uh, working with grown ass men that just like. My stepdad. What, what was the point of that? Time. You just made that harder. <laughs> now my, you got to clean up that mess. Cool. My stepdad used to tell me all the time, and he was like notoriously like a hard boss to work for, and like his employees either loved him or hated him. And when I would go up to Michigan and work, and I still see like people who worked on him, and they realize like that's who my stepdad was, and that's who I grew up with. They're like, oh, it makes perfect sense, because <laughs> like he's famous for like. Being like, if you're going to half-ass it, don't bother. Right. You know, and he would like notoriously, like, just imagine working, and this was a bumper factory, so they made Ford truck bumpers. And oh, yeah. Just imagine, like, working on the line, and your supervisor just, like, standing behind you, and you're still not doing things right, and I will call it playing dumb, as, you know, however nicely you want to 
you know, acting like you don't know how to do the job or are unable for whatever reason, Steve would just notoriously like stand on the line and start doing the person's job while still running the department. Like he'd multitask and do the weakest links job. And he was notorious for doing that. And like new people would just walk away and they'd just go to the office. Mm-hmm. But like in reality, it's just well, if you're gonna do it, do it. And if you're right. not, that was why a, why take up the space? That was a way more eloquent way to say what I was trying to say. <laughs> um that especially in like in a in a in a team manufacturing type of situation um it's it's the it's it's the hiking in a group theory right if you've got one guy that's going slow the whole group's going slow if you put him in the front or the back he can ultimately determine the entire speed of the entire Mm -hmm. group you know what i mean so you're you're forced to work through your bottlenecks right same it's the same concept in manufacturing so like if you're producing bumpers and you've got one person that can't keep up, he's throwing the whole chain of people that should be producing at a certain level off. You're now bringing the whole team down just because you're being dumb. Yeah. The equipment is set there in a, in a mindset and a frame to do it in a certain timing. And if you're delaying everybody else. So I grew up with that mentality. So, <laughs> so it's just normal to like, if you're going to do a task, do, do the task well, because your name is on it. Right. Like, your name is on it. People who count on you, their name is on it as well. So Ethics. like, I guess maybe it's not a surprise that like I'm doing something that requires a lot of nerve and it requires to be done well and to be done efficiently and like all the steps, because like, if you're going to do it, do it right. So, you know, for me, whether it's the mundane task of building a box or building thousands and thousands of boxes right. or building bright colorful fully saturated fully rendered like impressive never seen before stuff like either way i'm gonna put the same attention and detail in it and make it as good as i can you know that's just i don't know and that's why earlier when you're saying you're doing what the tattoo needs and not what the time clock needs and what the schedule and the budget needs because you're focused on quality of the product the task at hand yep Well, you know as well as I do. Well, you know as well as I do. Like, Like, you can take you can take two different mechanical items. One, the bolts will come loose very easily. Mm -hmm. The other one, you're going to need some elbow grease. Uh So, it would be unfair to give each one the same amount of time when one just needs a little bit more attention. Mm -hmm. Like, you got to give each thing the same amount of attention and the same amount of quality and the same amount of like i don't know if only parents applied that principle to their kids oh my goodness heaven forbid quality, they're not time and attention oh no just just they're not all cookie cutter and each one requires a different set of oh. attention and skill and love and care because they're not yeah. the same fucking people yeah every project and, is different yeah, needs, yeah. Needs, if only needs a little so more. i stopped with my kid ah! <laughs> uh, but seriously because like well, you know, the rules were this way for this person. Well, the, the next kid might need a different set of rules and might need a different set of understanding and a different way to think of how what happened and mm-hmm. motivate it differently and blah, 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 blah. But no one thinks that way. They think, do what I say because I said it. Well, that's, I mean, at least it's how it was yeah. in my house. <laughs> <laughs> I just talk about what I know. Uh, same. <laughs> it's not like that. It's the same with any project. Oh, it's going to take me 20 minutes. I've done this 100 times. And you get in there and you're like, well, this is. There's extra. 
And like sometimes, I don't know. Sometimes it would have taken 20 minutes, but you know how sometimes I'll get going on a tattoo and it'll be like, oh, I'll have this. This will take me this long. No problem. And then I get into it and it's like, oh, man, if I did this right here, this would really make this this cool and da 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 and but it's going to add seven hours to the project but it's one of those like it needs to be there like now that my mind's eye sees it it exists and if i don't make it exist it's never going to look right to me and that's why i don't want my tattoo artists to be worried about what time they get done it's fair or when this project is i've only got three sessions to get this done nope you tell me when we're done I might not be available every month. Don't get me wrong. There's a little bit of time between my sessions, but, but I'll like, show up. I, I, they'll be completed. I promise you. Well, that. you're so far into this. You understand the process, and there's no like impatience or anything like that. But there are I some have enough credentials to, to show that I'm willing some, to be dedicated to a project. Yes. Collectors who are early enough on that they don't don't necessarily understand that some projects take hours and hours and sessions and sessions. Um, I'm really fortunate that a lot of the clients I've had here lately are very in tune with um, the process and like almost because be because there's a place to receive information about how to come prepared to be tattooed and you know and how to just how to collect maybe just to collect tattoos to learn things like that. Some of them might be paying attention to it. I think it is. I think people are paying. (laughs) I do think people. People are paying attention. I think it just reiterates our point that we were saying the other day that we should probably take some time to go back over the stuff that we consider basic that we went over way back in the day. We lightly went over today that we're like, hey, you know how we always say you need to eat? Some people have only been in for 10 episodes. So some yeah. people could be tuning in for now, the first time right now. We need to tell you. But we went through Kyle's whole shopping list and it was impeccable. Eat before you try to <laughs> get rest. Come clean, bring comfortable clothes. So, like, there's stuff that we uh, may have said early that we just got to make sure that we reiterate. I love it, and it seems to be happening more and more naturally that now that we've brought it up. Mm-hmm. It's kind of nice. Talking about things of the past. there for a while i feel like i spent so many episodes just talking about my collection that was like all right i gotta stop talking about this but then it's been a really long time since we've gone over any of our collections any of our like but i got to do mine in phoenix Mm -hmm. um (laughs) randomly when i was not ready well it's gonna happen again. i don't don't know we can let that one ride it was (laughs) great these tattoos were done by people so like, yeah, but I mean, I meant more of like the when we talk about bring a, a modesty blanket, make sure that you've got a uh, proper coverage for your comfort level, mm-hmm. make sure that you bring um, a pillow, make sure that if you're coming in for a large session, you might not necessarily be prepared to drive when you're done. Make sure that you come fed and hydrated and bring a snack and a drink. Yeah, yeah. that's the funny thing. We Even talk if about you have to being... leave it in your car being covered for your comfort level like being prepared to be covered for your comfort level that is super important one of the things um i think we should talk about a little bit more often because like i've been tattooed very heavily and i've really tattooed some of my my clients very very heavily and you know you get to a point where you're so comfortable with your artist that like 
you know, at first it might be a nip slip and then like three sessions in, you don't even wear clothes to the session anymore. You know what I mean? Like, um, my modesty is not for you, for me, (laughs) (laughs) for me, um, I wanted, I, I chose early on when I started, like, like when I was getting my chest done, I, I was just like, you know what, I'm just going to swallow my modesty because I don't want my artists to have to struggle with like moving my bra straps out of the way and moving tape down and da da da. Like, I just was like, I'm just going to swallow my modesty because I'm already close with Adam. We're already cool. Like he's already, he's hundreds of hours. You know what I mean? Like, and like, I equally trusted Ty. So it was like, I'm just, I'm just going to swallow my modesty altogether and I'll just be topless, which is incredibly out of character for me. But now it's like when somebody asks to see my chest or when somebody's interested in it, like, depending on how they ask me, usually I'll just take my shirt off and show them like it's, and it's a matter of just setting that modesty aside, but I'm, mm-hmm. I'm setting it aside for the artwork. You know what I mean? Because the artwork is more important than me being shy in those few minutes and making it awkward for everybody. So if I just swallow it for a moment, we can get the job done. I can show it off. And like now that my chest is covered the way it is, I feel like when I show it off, people aren't looking at it the same way. Right. You know what I mean? At least not the people that I choose to share it with. You know what I'm saying? Well, it's just like when you're slowly getting introduced to a new group of people, I, I slowly introduce them to my tattoos. Uh, if I have to like like just start a new job, if you're coming into a new work environment, I've intentionally been wearing long sleeves and intentionally keeping my coat on and my hands in my pockets. I, I don't want to be on display in the middle of a room with 20 new people being like, let me see your tats, bruh. Mm-hmm. Cause it's not a room of my peers. Right. It's not a room of people that are also heavily tattooed or like-minded or it, it's, it's looky loose. That's, that's, that's weird. So like, it's it's different with different people it's different in different groups if you're in a tattoo environment i've got no problem like taking my shirt off and showing you some stuff right pulling my pant leg down and showing you some upper thigh um but like it can get to be in a in a a awkward when it's not the same environment yeah it's all in how you ask if you like appreciate the artwork or not it's all in how you ask (laughs) (laughs) yep 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 um it's it's weird to me the liberties that some people take um, without permission or assumption that just because they am heavily tattooed i'm uh have the time and i'm willing to talk to you about it at every moment of every day if it's seven o'clock in the morning i haven't had coffee yet and you're bombarding me at like starbucks you know i'm uh yeah man cool cool tats (laughs) <laughs> yeah. can i go now um what's the eminem song where he talks about everybody in public fucks with him it's kind of uh, like that you see me in the summer with sweatpants yeah uh, you see me in the summer with sweatpants and long sleeves on it's probably because i'm annoyed <laughs> <laughs> you know like, i'm just thinking about you not gonna be able to dress like this in the summer yeet 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 probably just... i almost wore sweatpants today um and then I was like, trying to look less homeless. Well, if they're quality sweatpants, it's different. They weren't. <laughs> they were not. These, you know, they I was going to say you got one pair of good sweatpants. No, mine are all I like just have one pair. stained and ink stained. Fawn wears well. a size medium, folks. 
large. Swanwears a size large. <laughs> Don't buy me sweatpants. I'll buy you sweatpants. You'll love it. Don't buy me sweatpants. We're getting matching jumpsuits, <laughs> babe. It's going down. Oh my god. Three of us. Oh, it's okay. Are we gonna wear Christmas onesies? Yeah, we'll, oh. we'll not buy us matching woman fucking sweatsuits. <laughs> I sure will. We've got some episodes coming up while we're talking about future episodes. Should we do fake breakdance crew? Fake breakdance crew. Absolutely. We'll bust it down. What if we do real breakdance crew? Why has it got to be fake? Take us to learn to breakdance. <laughs> Who said it was going to be good breakdancing? You want to do some posing, some chains? Big clock. Well, yeah. What's what are going to be oh, our pendants? I don't think we, no. need clocks. we don't need clocks. But what are the I pendants going to be? I have um, I don't know. <laughs> Mine would probably have some sort of raw attachment to it. Um, maybe a grinder and or like I don't know. Um, hmm. Maybe. You know what we should do? You should be like a blunt. I was just gonna say we could have different like parts. Tray. Yeah, we could have different <laughs> parts of the. Uh, just a bag. <laughs> <laughs> What's your amulet? Well, it's a golden. Will be a bag. It is a golden <laughs> bag. What's in that golden bag? <laughs> Son, check it out. Fun be like a one tooth open grindy. Gonna be a tray. Fire. Ooh, you would be the fucking fire. Bring the flame. Been on fire ever since I made the light. <laughs> Ouch. Kyle, Kyle got to hear my crazy taste in music on the way over here, and he was like, "Can we listen to like classic rock?" <laughs> I was like, "Yep." Um, excuse me. Can we um, alternate a comfortable medium, please? This is uh, very offending to my earphones. Emo section. He was fine. You should have heard this kid belting it out. Kyle's got pipes. Don't don't let him go, oh. guys. He he sits down there in the Kyle hole and lets me and Ben sing up here by ourselves all the time. He could be up here and we could have a three part harmony. It takes the right song, and and a lot of my song repertoire is not oh, what you cool. listen to. Well, we're gonna have to work on that. We're, we're finding common ground. Fantastic been, taste in music. I've been trying to get you to watch fucking Point Break for fucking six months now, Kyle. Has that happened? Not yet. Then you don't get welcomed into my music collection yet. You haven't started at the roots. It's on my list. You have no the list. Roots. I do have a list. You want to see the list? Stop lying to me about this. I no, I actually, I actually have a list. It just says movies. Kyle makes lists, Ben. Does do you cross things off of these lists? When I uh, get to them. Live <laughs> Hear me out. Hear me out. If you don't understand point break. You'll never understand my music tastes. I can't take you on the journey. That's fair. Till you start at the beginning. Was it? Let's start at the beginning. It's a very good place <laughs> to start. Watch it. Everything else will fall in line after that. You'll understand me as a human fucking being. But no, you're not willing to invest that kind of time. Them. 
into our You'll relationship. You'll understand it's a lot 80s. of parodies in other movies. You're going to be like, oh, this, 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 it, and this makes so it, much more sense it's, now. It's, it's really like a cultural, okay. you kind of should watch it. It's not just a Ben thing, but so many yeah, bank yeah. robbery scenes are going to make sense. Yeah, yeah. The stupid Nixon masks are going to make sense. Oh, They'll see pop up all over the place in cinema. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um, not only that, I just feel like you're unwilling to invest in our, our relationship. Yeah. And kind of, it kind of hurts my feelings. It might be why I pick on you so much. I have to, I have to just commentate say. real quick. I, I've been thinking about slowly starting that list. To you be fair, almost want to care about me? Is that what you're saying? You, well, you if you want to put it like that, you care about me? That's fine. It's more so trying to break out of the rut that I'm in. I hear you, Rut. You want to have a movie night? We'll have a movie night. Let's do a once a month movie night. I'll do that. You Come know what the nice thing is about when you're stuck in a rut. Hmm. When the drought comes, you just drive out. Just let it dry up. Drive out of it. You're never stuck in the rut forever. You just drive That's out. True. Give it time. Be patient. Call me. I got a winch, bro. We get through shit. <laughs> or call this guy. I'm just saying, like that's that's half of it too. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, mm-hmm. and no matter what rut you're in, there's somebody that has the winch to pull you the fuck out of it. It's the willingness to reach out and ask for the fucking help. Right. Are you it getting is. heavy again, Ben? No, I'm We're not. already leaked. I'm not. That was heavy. That was heavy. I mean it. Sorry. I meant it. But you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you're is, not wrong. This is that truth. was touching. You have to you have to ask for help to 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 get it. There's a lot of stigmas about being tough. And that's all yeah. bullshit. If you need some call. That's 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 one of the things I'm working on. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> And but that's what forges better relationships as well. So when you when you call that person, you're like, hey man, like I just let's smoke. Man, where you at? What are you doing? You yeah. know what I mean? Like, and that's that gives you that opportunity to uh open it up for somebody else too. Now when they have that let's smoke moment, right? They've got somebody else they know they can call. So it it it, it builds two-way paths. <laughs> it allows other people to have that same um release that you're looking for yeah and if more people had that fun come to my house <laughs> i'm already lighting get here um friend mm-hmm. it, it opens up more pathways to people talking about not being okay yeah whatever fucking level that is do it you just about smoked that blood out of existence it's fine i'm Oh, look right! Look, look what I found! Another one. Did I forget to pass this? I'm sorry. Guys. No, no, I was. Did I start microphoning it? Just... No, I was preparing. I'm just admiring the fact that you've almost smoked it out of existence. I mean, we're getting there. It's delightful. It's been a while. Look it's, at that little pip squeak. It's running strong. Like he gone. He gone. He gone. He gone. Making it work. Like the blood gods have been with me today, and I think unless like sound crashed an hour ago and we didn't notice i feel like the we're doing good the technology demons are just like chilling tonight mm-hmm. they're just yo chilling. rule fucking one don't talk I'm about my club what are you doing all the lights go out now i'm just out there like the technology demons got us last week this week they're chill they're like sour patch kids <laughs> Very bad. Yeah, it's good they nice. said they said these these two went went on a road trip and had an experience. Well, we'll go easy this time. Road tripping. Well, we did have some technology demons road tripping. We were trying That's to fair. do the tattoo weekly, and it 
my phone like blipped out. The sound, the sound was oh, real crazy. Oh. Jordan, do you want to come make an appearance for a minute? You can come Jerry. say hello. We've been talking about Kyle's experience with Guy on Tuesday. Uh-huh. Jordan just said he was coming. I didn't just randomly make. <laughs> I mean, you know what? You, you do just do make those noises. Though. Huh? What? Huh? What? <laughs> Hello. Hello, friends. What oh. oh, what's new to Jay Doggy's life? Oh, Bam. Do like, like this. This is nice. Yeah. Hey, guys. He knew where to jump right to get the rotation. Yep. <laughs> Did you hit this yet? I don't care, Fong. Oh, okay. I just smoked one out of existence. That's fair. Sorry, I, I just paused my tattoo at the perfect time. Perfect. At the perfect time. So, <laughs> it's been a little while. Yes. Yes. What are you working on tonight? You got like this really weird. Uh... Oh, here. I don't know this going to. Um, have you ever heard of the old comic books? Uh, Smoke. Uh, heavy heavy metal. Yeah. Like those old heavy metal ones. Mm -hmm. That. Uh, so I took a bunch of different art out of those. He liked the art style from a couple different artists, or one in particular from that series love it so took that and turned that into like crazy like illustrative bio tattoo oh yeah so it's nice. like all line work and shading and stuff and just like really weird like mechanical structure robotic without being robotic but also really robotic i don't know that is the best description i have ever robot <laughs> but not robotic but robotic <laughs> i hope to see the product sir it's a it's it's been a fun one for sure. It's I'm having a lot of fun up there. Nice. I remember uh, early two thousands that oh, my that, back hurts. That comic book style was super popular. Belly's good. You want to show it off again? Of course. I want to see your belly. Of course. Woo! I need that for a snack. Mm -hmm. Did you see Kyle's leg yet? Yeah, I'm so excited. You guys for Kyle. are like glowy Mac brothers now. Right. Kyle's going to have all sorts of glowing on him, too. He's going to have his side glowy. He's going to have the leg glowy. After after watching the magic that happened on Lauren's session in that second pass, I'm excited to see it on mine. Dude, that looks really good. Your torso is fucking coming together. Thanks, mm -hmm. man. Like, it's super cohesive now. Like, it's nice. Thank you. It's real nice. He is murdering it. This it's Here, the most. I'm going to refill my coffee. Hey, most painful <laughs> most painful thing i've ever gone through this the ribs really were the worst yeah ribs were definitely the worst it, i mean in one moment no but just like the consecutive days they do hurt and like the first the second day like we did this side mm -hmm. all of this side the first day right and we made it up to about right here so we had this left to do first of the second and then by the end of the day i was fucking done I was absolutely like at my peak of what I could take on the side, pretty much. And then first two hours were up here, right, the second day. So still on that side, we had to finish that off and then move to this side. So it was so great when we stopped that and moved to the next. Right. Did it change how you tattooed someone's ribs? I think this changed how I tattoo everybody. At least for the, I still probably got another month of empathy left. <laughs> usually about three months after right. i get tattooed i'm a lot like lighter and i'll like talk about sympathetic things you know with my clients you know i'll be like i feel your pain i get it man and then it slowly and then it slowly drifts back to you know straight like 
you know, guy mode. He he rips he, a three foot line. It's it was, like telling how much he cares about him. I was. I love the way. Yep, guy works. This is the part that hurts. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. No. Exactly. I remember place. it was really funny. It was really funny. There was one point where like I was hurting real bad on my stomach, just kind of like coming off the table, like up and down. Like I, I was my breathing was so erratic that I started to feel like I was going to pass out. I was just getting kind of lightheaded. I just couldn't kind of get a hold on myself. I wasn't like the pain was bad, but it was just like my breathing was so erratic for so long that it made it so much worse. It made me feel lightheaded. <laughs> But there was another part of me that I could, I was just starting to get weak and I just wanted that break from Guy. But also I kind of felt like I was going to pass out. So I was just like, Guy, I think I'm going to pass out. I think I'm going to pass out. And Guy's reaction was, and I'm there, I'm Guy, I want to pass out. I don't say it again, but like the, doing this, imagine I'm saying all that. <laughs> and he just says, I was like, you son of a bitch. I I love it. I loved it. It was great. Like, I felt like you got the strength to say you're gonna pass out. You're not gonna pass out. Right. I just I could just feel this this the ruthless the ruthless sympathy. Ruthless sympathy. 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 Where it's just like this is the best thing to do is just to actually do it. It's just you know, because if we stop, it's just gonna prolong it. You know, if yeah. I just keep working through it, you know, we then we can get the back team in, and then we can, you know, the back team will work. The will be one step closer. We were, we were talking about like how efficiency um, <laughs> is the empathy, yeah, and, and, and being skilled at your craft and being able to do those large tattoos is about trusting your artist to have the most. Uh, what's the right word efficient way of putting in that ink and not just open you up to open you up to open you up to open you up to right open you up. that was yeah. that was one of the best things with the guy is that you every time i look down there's so much more done and we've covered so much more ground right i had our little camera switcher next to me and i'm like the whole time i'm just looking over and it's like this sucks but i i see what just happened yeah right. progress yeah He's not noodling around in an area this big the entire time. Fawn, thank you, Fawn. You're even warm. She's the best. I've been warming mine since you've done that. (laughs) It's better that way. It's just better that way. Okay. It's easy. Okay. Fawn just brought us mini brownie cookie mixers from the freshly deeded power cooker of the microwave. Indeed. And these are like little baby heaven snacks. They're uh, they're my lunch on the days I forget to bring mine. Sorry, we just raided your ears with the sound of background static as we all opened our delicious treats. ASMR. I didn't know what that was until I stumbled on one the other day. I always thought it was like something sexy until I realized, oh, it's just what? just like close to why. Like how people, there are people that enjoy the sex sound of. No, mouth noises are my least favorite thing in the entire goddamn world. <laughs> if I can hear you eat, I generally want to help you close your mouth with my fist at a high rate of speed. Um, so like, at a high rate of speed, you did it so slow. Generally, my fist is closed. Um, it, it irks my soul if I can hear you consume food. Like as I'm about to eat this brownie in front of a microphone. Uh, like, and we can all hear you eat food. It, it, I don't know, man. It, it, it's yeah, I don't that's know if it's just ingrained in me. A little that's disrespect, it, I would it, say. It, it, it's, um, you ever been at a really nice restaurant and 
so there's not like a lot of music on it's a little bit softer and ambience and you can hear uh, uh uh becky at the table next to you eating her caesar salad of volume you know what i mean and you just are like i think i can get my butter knife in between her eyes from here <laughs> <laughs> By if I just line the right angle, Becky, stand up. <laughs> I'm kidding. I don't recommend murdering people in restaurants. It's just a joke. I mean, man, unless you can hear it too. I'm just saying, it's. I wouldn't though. I wouldn't. I swear. You're the worst middle person ever. She never came. It never came to you. <laughs> he wants to murder me. I'll go right back. I'm pretty high. I just wanted to. Make <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Um, see i don't have to worry about that i've only i'm i got one direction yeah so i stumbled across one of those noisy videos no it was we we were smoking for fucking three hours great i was literally just being silly um but i i I never really understood what they were (laughs) i made it like two sounds in before my mind almost exploded and it's just not for you. I just I don't who 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 wakes up like that's my shit. Some people do. Do not smell. Okay. I'm sorry if I offended you now is loving sound bite people. But I don't get it. They could be offended. That's true. It's not my responsibility how they feel. It's not your responsibility how anyone feels. It's only your responsibility how you react. That is fair. Or they. That is fair. But I love talking to you guys. I wish I could stay. I wish you could stay too. Thanks for joining us. I'm going to shut my client, but I will be done by like nine or so. And I will see you guys after. I'll see you soon. I love you guys. Adios. I love you, Kyle. Love you too. And now we welcome back. Fun bigger. Pack back in. Do you guys like that tasty snack? I have it. It was yummy. Somebody else talked second back with my phone. Oh, well. Because then I was just talking about how I I (laughs) one of the people eating shit in microphone videos, the ASL, MSL, RSA fucking videos. Fortunately, these aren't crunchy. Well, yes, yes, yes. But just still, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all that. <laughs> and I went down that I went down that how I want to murder people train. And I didn't mean to talk about death on the air. I'm sorry. That should be one of our rules. That's no, okay. No That's not one of the permitted ones. <laughs> That's just your strongly worded opinion. My opinion is not necessarily reflecting <laughs> some tattoo collecting 101. We don't have any opinions on the matter. I mean, murder's bad. <laughs> I mean, I mean, overall consensus, can it? Yeah, generally. Just in general. <laughs> yeah. I'm not doing specifics here. Generally, yes. Oh, yeah. Generally, yeah. Oh, yeah. Man, you're you're lounged all the way off the screen. Mm-hmm. What are you doing? He's like, I don't want anybody to see me eat. <laughs> I was confident. And read your mind. And it's funny how those things happen where like the the uncanny timing of text messages, like you just crossed my brain path. Right. 
Yep, yep. It is weird how that works. Mm -hmm. We but do and seem I got to be linked on a uh, psychic level. A little bit. We got to hang out before the show for once today. Mm -hmm. We usually don't because of work responsibilities and stuff. And mm -hmm. I actually haven't looked at my schedule all day. I looked at it yesterday. And when I looked at it, I thought that it said tattoo collecting and Jonathan. However, Jonathan is Friday. Two different days. I thought it was one because I was deliriously tired from driving from hyperspace, which is fine. Not a complaint. Totally cool. Just so but anyways, <laughs> as it turned out, I only had podcast responsibilities today. So while I was sitting there and I'm doing the things that I'm doing while I'm like checking in and kind of starting my day, I was like, well, since I don't have a lot to do for a few hours, I should see what Ben's up to. Because it turns out he was getting off work early. Boom. Perfect timing. Like I was literally doing like, well, do I hang out or do I go? I can stay. I don't have to stay. Nothing's really going on. Everybody's dead. Blah, blah, mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. And she was like, you want to leave? I'm off the <laughs> Yeah, he said, I don't know how much longer it'll be. And I think it was literally two minutes later. He's like, I'm on my way. Yeah, I walked inside. <laughs> I was like, Scott, later. And I just walked out the door. It was nice. It was nice. Nice. Oh. Uh, but uh, after sitting through HR, I've decided to make sure that uh, I, I intentionally refrain from mentioning um, where I work and the specific company and parent company that I work for as actions on tattoo collecting podcasts may or may not be conducive to company policy. Very true. Smart. So if nip slips happen, Kyle, edit, 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 edit. Well, nip slips. Soon we will be editing it. Editing it. Ed editing. Are we still going to do live and then have an edited version and take down the live after we reduce it? What's the plan with that? Let's talk about the future live. The future Here's some, folks. This will probably be, I think, to make all of our lives easier. And we're all going to be kind of like going with the flow of year-end stuff. We'll probably implement this in January. Okay. That'll give us a chance to yeah. kind of experiment. January. I'm, I'm asking this live. You, like, you won January. I'm also stating. <laughs> no, yeah, I like the sound of that. This is a question statement. A question. I'm going to phrase it like you have an option. How would you feel about management? <laughs> yeah. My parents used to do that a lot. I'm going to phrase this like a question, but you really only have one choice. Do you want to clean your room? Um, yes, yes, I, I good, want good answer. Good answer, yeah, yes, ma'am. Weren't there some materials? I mean, the materials here. because they were getting in danger of, of being Got kicked it. around. I knew I wasn't crazy, I was like, I know they I, were I, right there. I'm sorry, I understand what happened. I need I safety some explanation. I safety Thank you. I really thought, like, did I move them and forget? No, it was me. Nope, nope, it was not me. going crazy. Also, I haven't messed with my reality. <laughs> See what I mean? But I we do well. break into random song like exact an awful lot, which is mm -hmm. tickles my soul when it happens. It's a good time. Kyle, if you'd watch Point Break, you could be on that level too. No, that's the start of the journey. 
Uh, yeah, that's, that's the start. Begin to understand, he can't even start step the first step of the journey. You, you got some until... on your tatty belt, bro. To be honest, well, Ben, I could probably watch Point Break. I haven't watched it since high school. I'll watch it again. Let's get Maybe together and have a movie night. It's on the flicks, guys. See, I don't have Netflix. I'll give you my login, man. Cares, but I am texting my motherfucking login. I think Netflix right doesn't want us to like, share our logins, but you can have like thirty-two different. We can be signed in on thirteen different TVs. I, I, I got I don't remember what mine is, <laughs> but I will look it up and I will send it to you. Okay, I'll send you all my logins, bro. What else do you want? <laughs> what, what, what don't you have? You just got adopted. You Kyle. have to talk, Kyle. You I can't fix adopted. problems I don't know about. If you don't ask the question, you won't receive the answer. I can't fix problems sure. I don't know about. I just have Hulu and Spotify. I'm gonna. That's my that. gig. Peter, over there, real quick. You hit the what? Peter. Oh, it's like what I do, folks. Yeah, the propane heater still in. Remember you Oh, is that why I'm feeling with me? Uh, all right. All right. See, I usually watch stuff on YouTube, so my need for those services is not as high. Good answer. Good answer. <laughs> yeah. That that's um, what's led me to the point I'm at now. I hear you. That's fair and fine. But I will give you my log. Okay. If you get kicked off, it's your responsibility to stay kicked off. This is the only rule. So I'm logging in and I can't, I can't, I never watch fucking Netflix. Can I just be honest? And I really it think it's. It comes and goes in waves. I, I think it's on Netflix. Yeah, it is. It'll be Hulu on, for like six months. Then Netflix for six months. I mean, that's, that's why I have Hulu is like, because the shows are usually better in my opinion. Anybody out there in listener land that's paying attention right now that has either of these streaming service would like to look up and tell me which one of them has point break. <laughs> I'll give you a I think it is next Netflix. time I see you in public. I've been told it's on Netflix. I think it is Netflix. I've got a hard copy of it, bro. You got a DVD DVD player? I got a PlayStation. Fuck yeah, I'll bring it to you. No, we'll have a movie night. Let's have a fucking movie night. Yeah. We're not going to tell you when it is on air because I don't want you raiding my house. Does it have to be in December? No. December's like almost over, guys. Yeah, and it's basically. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? I was thinking about that the other day. I was like, this month sucks because it's really only like one week. The rest of that shit's booked. If you want it to be or not. Dumb obligation here. Thing you have to do there. Every weekend my earmarked for one thing or the other. Because people are like, oh, we got to get together and see you. I think that was the biggest bah humbug I've ever heard <laughs> from you. You know, when you like. Uh, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I mean. So I, I used to go on my capitalist route with Christmas. I, family. I gave up on those family events. Um, I just meant like company obligation, picnic, bowling party, karaoke extravaganza. Tell me you don't want to come to paint night? I'm, I got the table set up just for you. I'm pumped about paint night. He took a magic eraser to all the tables. Did I did. You, did you not notice that I was the first person to tell you what I was bringing to the potluck? I thought it was just because you were in the car with her. I was. But <laughs> we, we're technically we, still on we're the couch. On the conversation we're on the couch. We, on, we may have planned it that way, but um, just saying. That's not specifically what I was talking about. No, I'm I just, just meant, like, giving you a hard general. time. 
Really? Yeah. Kyle. If that's okay. He earned some stripes. Now he gives them back. No. We might get humbled soon. I gave him one episode of being nice and they're getting khaki. And we're not even through the episode yet. Watch it. We're getting close, though. Um, yeah, this, this month just fills up fast every month. It's annoying. And can we get real winter? I know everybody around here is like, don't say that you'll win. She didn't say. Like, I've been, dude, I've been waiting for the snowfall so I can go out and paint. And it has not happened. Well, he wants to go paint in it. Fauna found my snow pants the other day. You ready? Snow pants? Are you ready? For some snow hiking? Are you ready? Have you ever cross country skied? Yeah. I'm down to do that. You want to cross country ski? I have, go north and go cross country ski. I have none of the equipment. <laughs> and I'm fat as fuck in comparison to the last time I cross country skied. But yeah, I'm in. Let's, let's, like, let's I, do that. There was a teen after the age I was last time I did it. Yeah, but, but we like, did it like a me lot. Too. But like, let's go cross country skiing. I think I'd enjoy that even more. If we're cold weather hiking, let's throw some backpacks on, let's do the hammocks, and let's cross country ski out into the woods. Like, if we're going to do if it, we're let's on do a it. ski trail. I don't want to go just some random trail and try to ski on it. Does that make sense? Well, I would imagine we'd pick a trail that had like a designated camping area or lodges or oh, I don't need any of that. Just, along the way. It's more of the availability to make the skis work correctly without being super frustrated all day. I'm sure we could borrow some good gear from somebody. All right, let's see here. Okay, so point break is on Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, listeners. <laughs> and you have two things for the whole month, you big whiner. Christmas spirits is the text I just received. Ah, uh, humbug. Thanks, <laughs> Well, so there it is. Okay. On the flicks. Well, we'll be in talk and I'll try and watch it by next week. How about that? Or you can wait and we'll have a fucking Christmas. Do you want me to watch it? Do you want me to wait? I don't hey. know now. Do you and do you, do you and Lily would is like stringing popcorn and cranberries something you and Lily would get down with? Fun. If you're asking for a moment of my time to be together, and you have a task that you want to do, I just thought maybe that's if you would have asked me if you wanted to cool. paint rocks, I'd have been like, "Fuck yes, please come spend time with me and my child." So if if you want to come and string popcorn and cranberries, what if we I'm make an activity board. out of it where we could hang out? and watch movies the kids got a pretty early bedtime we can hang out with her build towers string some kind of decorations up boom family how do i say no to that time and a date uh any saturday or sunday except for this saturday (laughs) we can hip kyle to some children's movie he's never seen that he needs to see to catch up with us we'll decide later and then point break mm. after bedtime because there's cussing and violence too much for Lily, right? You know, the beautiful part about my little baby is she tunes it out. No, she got her own little room with the TV. We put her movie on, she goes plays up there, and I watch whatever the fuck I want. Oh, that's fair. If we're in the movie mode, yeah. But most of the time, if she's up, she's the center of the world. So, like, we just watch Coco Melon <laughs> <laughs> as a group. I walked. You ever watched Bluey? Bluey is on continually. Can't go wrong with Bluey, man. 
I walked into Ben's house one time when he wasn't home to pick up something that I forgot. And I like creep in through the side door, greet the dog because he loves me and I got to pet him first. And then I go into the living room to grab my bag and there's an entire tent set up. <laughs> yeah. So I grab my bag off the coat rack and I'm like, all right, I need a picture of this. <laughs> well, see what happened was. Oh, I already knew. Just by like, oh, I the whole night played out in my imagination. Yeah, we had a camp out. Mm-hmm. It was a good time. See, like, little baby had a birthday, and she had been talking about wanting to go camping. Um, and I was going to take her camping, but then it got cold. And she's just like a little bitty baby. Like, I got the right stuff, and we'd be okay. But, like, she would not have a good time. Right. And I don't want it to be a negative experience to where now she hates camping. I want it to always be as optimal fun as possible. Um, so Until she loves there it. enough that she knows they're usually good. Yeah. Like, there might be a bad one sprinkled in. That's enough. See, but, like, the times it gets really cold, and I make it through in the morning, I wake up, and I'm like, holy shit, it was freezing last night. Are my favorite camps. When it thunderstorms all night, and I wake up, and my gear is dry, and I'm like, <laughs> that's my favorite thing in the world um so i want i want her to build up to 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 loving it before she has these experiences because they don't always go to where you enjoy weathering the storm um some of them are scary some of them are tent leaks some of your tart rips in half and you're stuck in the middle of the woods rained on in the middle of the night leaning halfway over the tarp kind of pushing yourself over so the water doesn't drip on you i've never said i've done that but I've done that. Um, <laughs> so, like, you know, trial and error shit. So, what we did instead was I moved my couch and put my dining room table in my kitchen and moved my couch into my dining room and in uh, set up a tent in the middle of that room in front of the TV and my fake fireplace. And then we made s'mores in the toaster oven and I made s'more pies and... um we have popcorn and watch that went movies. further than I played it out in my head. Um, we had a sleepover, had friends stay in the tent with her. Um, <clears throat> then we all got up and went to Waffle House the next morning. See, I imagine just nice. you and her having a slumber party together. I, sleeping in <laughs> I brought her friends so I could sleep in my bed. <laughs> fair, fair. Luckily, I like her friend's mom a whole lot. You know, that helps. <laughs> so yeah, it was a good time. Camp out in the living room. If anybody wants a kid idea, s'more pies are easy. Do you know what you put in a s'more pie? Tell me. Think about it, fine. Well, s'more stuff. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> it was that easy. How about that? You buy little minis? Then you mix in marshmallows and whatever fucking accoutrements you like in s'mores. Some people Reese, some people chocolate, some people chocolate with almond. You're crazy. So you you actually mean you're making them in little pie tins? Yeah. I thought you meant you were making them in like a hobo pie. Oh, no, that's way too advanced. Why is that way too advanced? I have a sandwich maker. Yeah. It's basically like an electric hobo pie. Yeah, but that's like a lot of work. It's like this big, and like we plug it in the wall, and it's Teflon wipes out with a paper towel. Yeah, I made six of these bitches at the same time. <laughs> I just turned the oven on. I guess. There's your s'more pie. Do you have a waffle iron? 
fine. Fine. <laughs> Does he have a loss? Do I like, have I have the Belgium. Do I have? I have the I'll standard. I have the ice cream cone. And they don't I flip. Have... It's not a waffle iron, guys. Okay? It's a sandwich That's fresh. Not it's a true. motherfucking panini machine. Just throwing it out there. Um, yeah, I got a waffle iron. Why? What's up? Mine doesn't flip. I'm pretty sure it's a waffle iron. It's a panini machine, Fawn. No, it is like... Fawn, look me in the eyes. I love you. Do you need a new waffle iron? I love my waffle iron. So you, you, No, you love your panini machine. Do you want a new waffle iron? I love my waffle iron. I hear the words you're using, but they're incorrect. It's chrome. You love your panini machine. It's chromed out, Kyle. A waffle iron. Because <laughs> I'll get you one. If you don't, no, you it's, your panini machine. It's not a panini machine. Does it flip? It's too old to be a panini machine. This is what panini machines wish they could be, Ben. Okay, fair. I, I didn't take into the effect that you probably bought it at some antique store from 1972. Oh, this is hard from the 40s or 50s. Oh, see, that I thought you were count. just going to say Black & Decker straight out of Target. <laughs> no, no. This is like a legit, real deal. Like It looks like I could have jacked it right out of my great-grandmother's kitchen next to her Sunbeam mixer. Aww. It's got the resin handles on it. The little 50s-looking retro well, now curvy I want a retro waffle. Yeah, they're really good. Well, if it's old-timey and they didn't know they were doing it wrong, that's that's okay. I think they were, they were just old. Standard. No, I just think they were old and didn't understand there was a better way yet. You know, technology hadn't improved to where they had a rotating hinge for their waffle irons. But I have a little one that, yes, is a panini machine. It's exactly what that one is. So, don't tell Lily, but I bought her a mini Christmas, a mini Christmas. I bought her mini kitchen stuff. Wait a second. For the holiday that you keep bah humbugging? I fucking hate Christmas. But But that doesn't mean... But she got a child. But that does not mean my kid should hate Christmas. But you love happiness. Just because I hate Christmas doesn't mean my kid Look should hate Christmas. Big softy. It's not fair to her. I can't be a dick. I'm a child. I well, smile. Just because there's not a tree up doesn't mean there won't be like some sort of holiday decoration on Christmas Eve. I'm not unwilling to participate. It's just my level of commitment until said day. Hmm. Um. It's not fair to her that I'm a scourge. I'm not trying to make her life shitty. Um, I'm going to be honest. I never took my Christmas decorations down last year. So they're still up. But they fit your decor. <laughs> I mean, there are just like strings of mushrooms that are red and white. Right. It's a mushroom. Like I said, they just kind of fit. I'll throw up a couple stockings on the wall on Christmas Eve next to the fireplace. And then a bunch of presents that are decorated we, with Christmas stuff. What if we just hang our cat trees and start <laughs> and start a start a trend of posting pictures of our cat trees covered with ornaments? Mine actually looks like a tree. Yours would be even funnier though. Um, it would um get destroyed. I just want to post the picture. It was yeah, it would stay alive long enough to get. Uh, the dog would destroy it. Okay, I am pretty by humbug, but I I did one year get a custom. Otsley ugly sweater and it's him with gold uh, frames like uh like horn rim glasses on do you still own this oh yeah please tell me you're gonna wear it saturday uh, i generally wear my alpaca bowl ugly sweater um to the holiday christmas party layers. but it's two sweaters fun how could change in the middle um maybe if somebody else would like to rep the alpaca bowl hmm. um ugly sweater 
because it's kind of been standard. But I, we'll see what we can do. We'll see what we can do. I think my only Christmas shirt, it has an alien on it. Someone got me matching pajamas this year. I do have some Christmas story pajamas. They're just yeah. red and they've got the leg lamp. <laughs> uh, um, do you know how hard it is to find feedy pajamas for adults? Pretty hard. And these ones are tall enough for me. Made me sad. Just saying. I don't want butt flap cheesy ones. No, you want just like the zip up, like when you were a child. And I don't want them still to be attached. $250. Fuck off. That shit. I've had mine for a long time. I've only probably worn them. I think I wore them for like an event that we all had to wear pajamas to. And that was it. I still have them though. Were you supposed to dress up for holiday paint night party? Yeah. I don't have festive clothing. Kyle. I, I am also ball festive. humbugged. Does it have to be festive? Hmm. Trust. Don't go on a t-shirt. I will stab you. Hoodie? Stab. stab. Collars, buttons. Collars, Collars buttons. Art buttons. Night. The one buttons. time you ever get dressed up. Play it's, with for, it's for paint night. Yeah. As I got my oil paint set up ready Colors to go. Collars and buttons. I'll buy you a fucking smock, okay? <laughs> Spring me the alpaca, the alpaca I'll sweater, I'll and we'll be fine. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. You can wear whatever. Unless you have a bow tie, then always wear a bow tie. So we are getting close to our last few minutes, and. This idea was suggested to me that maybe we could plug some of the upcoming reinventing shows. Oh, hit me with that. Ka, what's coming up on reinventing? Um, on reinventing. <laughs> he goes right back into his Kyle movie phone voice. Uh, okay. Welcome and thanks for joining. Well, thanks. Well, the next one we've got coming up is Skill Building Sundays with Jason Lisa on Sunday. Yeah. Uh, Monday is always chalked full. He was just in Puerto Rico, too. He right? was, yeah. So that should be a good coverage that he's gonna have on Sunday. Him and Medusa are out there. We need to get Medusa on here again soon. I just love she cracks me right up. I love talking with her. Yeah, yeah she's a good time. What's coming up on the Tattoo Weekly? Um, I know Lauren's definitely gonna have some coverage of her side of the hyperspace trip as well. I know they've got a couple of guests this week, right? I do not know them off the top of my head. I don't. I was looking for the information earlier, but I can't remember where I saw it. Okay, that one got my soul. It got your soul, Ben. Soul. Um. We also have Tony Urbanic doing a machine's magnetism and mayhem at the end of the month as well on the 21st. So that's coming up soon. That'll be exciting. On the 21st? Yeah. And then what, what day is our, uh, was it 20, 22nd? Is that our last episode before Christmas? That's the one that Denny's joining us. So that'll be some, or not. Dan. Dan. Yeah. Wes. Wes. 
Wait, I think that's 17th. Was it the 17th? Whichever one, the last. I, I, 17th the is I a Saturday. Was the oh. week before Christmas. It's going to be a great week okay. to tune into all the shows. Uh, next week, we'll have Derb as well. Fuck yeah. Doing Tattoo IQ, whatever whatever he was going to And that's actually going to be a super interactive yeah. episode. So like, He's going to give away prizes as well for people that know their tattoo trivia and history. Yeah. So, That'll be cool. Yeah. Yep. Where we aren't usually the most interactive with the 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 live, he'll actually be giving out prizes. He'll be yeah. asking questions. That's kind of one of the the things that I'd love to do. Um, Kyle and I were kicking around some ideas um, to where, like, you know, maybe we'll ask trivia questions, and the first three people that email with the right answer will get some kind of something. But like, you know, for Does people that, that have been following us all along. Smith? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Can we make merchandise as prizes? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, that was, uh, yeah. I was catching what you were throwing down for sure. Spiff is incentive. <laughs> Time to bed at the top of the class. Uh, where's this going? I don't know. A direction. Um, yeah, I think it would be really cool. Like, for instance, one of the example questions could be like, what is Jordan's dog's name? The what? first person that answers gets a coffee mug. You get a used, dirty, old coffee mug. We could we do that have, at conventions. We could. We That'd could have, cool. like, that, like if and when the opportunity comes for us to MC, we could have, like, trivia questions from the show, from the other reinventing shows, from mm-hmm. other, like... Like, say, the coverage that we got at, at Tony, for instance, his show last year, we could, like, revisit that footage and pull some trivia out of there from, like, the machine races right. or, like, there's, like, from our own material. We've got hundreds of hours of, like, trivia. Hmm. Yeah. We're going to talk about aliens, trivia, like. How many pyramids are there? What color were the orbs that Jordan saw in his encounter at the lake in northern Michigan. There's only 14 episodes with the description. <laughs> Counter me to retrieve that information. Careful. It wasn't green. <laughs> oh, wait. Was it? Don't give the answer. <laughs> well, go, I did it. Go research. But it could be one of those things where, like, we ask the question at the beginning or at, at one episode and then reveal the answer the following week and then maybe show a clip from the episode that we answered that question i think that, that could, could be, be cool. fun it could be a cool little we're, we're gonna do a lot of fun things with the show yeah we've had so many cool guests um you know we're we're kind of like you know conquering some technology hurdles and stuff but i think in the very near future we're going to start having a lot of regular guests we could get to the point where we have like a guest for a half hour or an hour of the show and then move on to another guest and actually really be organized and segmented and that's kind of what i see as being a little bit more polished and produced but Mm -hmm. um you know little by little like i feel like we've really come a long way so we all have a Slip lot of crew. I feel like we've all got a lot of ideas, but our knowledge and equipment and like capabilities are finally catching up to a place where we can actually make these ideas happen. Yeah. And a lot of that is Kyle. Good job, Kyle. Like as much of a hard time as we give you. And this is kind of the Kyle episode. It's job, pretty Kyle. crucial to have you around because I'm not good enough with technology. Like the learning curve for me is so slow with this stuff that it'd be three more years before I could do stuff that you do for us without even batting an eye so 
Um, well, I'm glad I can be a helpful hand. Yeah, like all the all the ideas and dreams and goals and all the things that that we have, like the the ball is finally rolling and the momentum's there. And like being part of the reinventing team, it's always been there. But now that you're here with us, like yeah. we can actually like accomplish things. We can actually like yeah. go in okay. and do things as a team and make stuff happen. And um, and that's pretty cool. So I'm glad you're you're part of this with us. And I'm glad like you're going through this crazy journey. Um, I'm glad to be here and riding that wave. You're ours now. We're keeping you. <laughs> I don't plan on leaving. That doesn't mean he's going to be nice. I never said I was going to be nice. I was just clarifying. I've learned that one I didn't want to his hopes too high. Just so you know, I'm overly polite to people I don't like. If you ever watch me in an uncomfortable situation, Good. I am generally Bless your heart. Bless being your heart. extremely polite. Bless your heart. Bless your heart. The opposite Bless your heart. is true as well. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you shit all right now. Um, yeah. Good job, Kyle. Well, I'm proud of you. Thank you. You do, do a lot. You do a lot. Do, 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 do,